from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That's amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Sarah, how you doing? It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, I'm doing good. How are you two? Doing are you good. really doing good, though? <laughs> in this moment, she is. In this moment. So Sarah lives in Vancouver, and we came across uh, your post on Reddit, which was so fascinating. And the title of your post reads, Vancouver Dating, My 24-Hour Experience. Yes, it's been, it's been a wild ride since then. <laughs> can I just read some of what you posted, and then we can kind of go through and dissect some of this? Of course. Okay, so you wrote this. I've been out of the dating game for about one and a half years. I recently got Bumble, Hinge, and Tinder, and I wasn't sure what people were using nowadays. Little background info, I'm female in my 20s. Then you say this. All I can say about what I've seen in the past 24 hours on these apps. Is everyone okay? I live downtown, and my radius is about 10 kilometers on the apps. Age range is 24 to 30. Uh, The images I have swiped through are concerning men sitting on the toilet with their pants down, three picks in a row taken via self-timer, guys with boners in public places, uh, licking walls, pictures of a guy putting his tongue in his cat's mouth, uploading images of their shaved armpit hair on the counter, pretending to shove a remote up their videos of them winking, licking their lips and saying, call me daddy, farting videos. I could go on. Are dating apps a joke uh, or am I really just confused because of the 300 people I've seen on these apps? In total, I swiped right 10, 10 dudes that have a decent picture and normal bios. Wow. Wow. Um, So, Sarah... This uh, obviously a shock to you, shock to us. I'm sure a shock to, to a lot of people listening right now. Out of the 10 dudes that you said that had decent pictures, that had normal bios, did you go out with any of them? Have you matched with any of them? Uh, yeah. Um, but the conversation has died uh, oh. with all of them mostly. Wow. And it wasn't on my end. They just stopped replying or it was just like single word replies. So I was like, all right. So. And sort of being outside of that world for uh, the the time that you were, where you didn't have Hinge or Bumble or Tinder, uh, when you decided to go up, just knowing what you know from hearing other people talk about it, like what were you expecting? You know, from Hinge, I was expecting to see guys that were a bit more serious, um, maybe a bit more ready to have a relationship or just try... I don't know, try something new, meet new people, have fun. With Tinder, my expectations have always been low. Um, <laughs> but because <laughs> but because I haven't used it in a while, I was like, you know, the, there's so many people on the app. Um, it would be a disservice to me to not try it out. And then the upside with Bumble that I was thinking, well, I get to, I have the power. I get to start the conversation. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, that's kind of my process. So but then when, what you get is armpit hair. 
Yeah. So, and then what I get, yeah, is armpit hair. Can I just um, expand on that? There was like four or five photos of him like showing that he was shaving his armpit hair, and then the final photo was just a clump of it on the counter. Okay, <laughs> let, let me. Okay, so because I, I have so many questions about this because I've never used any of these apps. So when you say that there was five pictures in a row of a guy shaving his armpit hair, with picture number five being the clump on the counter. <laughs> Are these pictures that somebody sent to you directly or were these like his profile pictures that anybody can see? No, these were his like profile pictures that anyone what? can see. Oh my yeah. goodness. So wait a second. So when you say a guy's picture was a was a picture of him licking his wall, that was his profile picture? That was one of them, yeah. There's uh there was multiple but not of licking walls, but more like multiple profile pictures. But one of them, yeah, was him pretending to lick a wall. And I was like, wow. Sarah, do you think the guys just like don't care anymore? And just seeing like putting whatever out there and just seeing what happens? Well, I got so many Reddit replies and DMs and messages from guys and girls saying like, you know, yeah, like dating apps are no longer like cool or like a thing anymore just because everyone knows it's a joke um so like don't take things too seriously have you talked to any of your friends sarah who are also on these apps are these the the experience that they have as well yeah so a couple of my friends that also live with me downtown have seen these profiles and if you go through my reddit post there's like tons of girls being like oh i know this guy i've seen him oh no here's the screenshot of um of this profile that you're talking about i'm also kind kind of curious from the guys that are posting these photos that that are not serious like what is your intention what are you hoping that you're going to attract based on some of these photos but where are all the normal people (laughs) Mm -hmm. like where are all the that's what i don't understand you you ladies are going to have to go back to bars yeah well yeah that's that's now my uh my new uh old school plan you have no idea sarah this is my dream whenever when everybody when all you 20 year olds have to abandon these dating apps and you're all going back to bars and you're lost that's where i'm an expert right you know what i mean that's where i'm like that's when i open a school right is that to do it in the real world yes well all the best to you sarah are you going out on any dates with anyone anytime soon so no oh. <laughs> not, not as of right now it's only been like a four or five days now since i uploaded the post yeah but no i'm definitely gonna try the uh the old-fashioned way uh, right. But yeah, but if anybody wants to get in on this and tell us your experience on the apps, if they're similar to Sarah's or if you're somebody that's trying to break through or if even it, let's say if you're a guy and you're frustrated because that's your competition, come to us. It's yeah. 925-555 or 416-870-8888. Sarah out in Vancouver. Hope your dating life gets better. Thank you for uh, for joining us on the Roz and Mocha show. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, guys. Yes. You guys forgot to ask me the question. Oh, no. Oh, Sarah, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? It's Roz. You have the most soothing radio voice. I love it. Oh, excuse me. He also sticks his uh, <laughs> tongue in his cat's mouth. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> He's got three cats. Uh, no, I know, but I really, I, but I, 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 like when you said the picture about the guy licking the wall, that one hit hard because I too have done that. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, we were talking to Sarah out in Vancouver just now. And her dilemma, she posted this on Reddit, by the way. She's using all the dating apps. Hinge, Bumble, Tinder. And in the 24-hour that she started using those apps, all she was getting was weirdos. But it was the profile pictures. That's the part that shocked me. It wasn't that people were DMing her weird stuff. It's like she was going on and her options to swipe through was like... 
guys like on the toilet and shaving their armpit hair and licking their cat and all this stuff. But that was their profile. So like this is the like this is what they're using to what? Like hook up? Like or are they just goofing? Like I don't understand what the hell's going on in the apps. A couple of texts that we're getting and then we'll get to your phone calls. One text that we got today reads this. Yep, the apps suck. Uh, been in them since they all started. Used to be more fun. Now it seems like a joke. Another person wrote and said, my God, is there any hope for women over the age of 30? A text from a dude that says, most ladies on the uh, these dating apps also use the app to get followers on their Instagram account. Oh. They don't respond to chats of serious guys because... He probably doesn't have a picture with a fast car or showing cash in his profile picture. It's frustrating. Does that work, though? Fast cars and cash in your profile pic, ladies? I don't know. Somebody said, found my husband on Plenty of Fish four years ago. We're now married with with a beautiful three-year-old. However, it took a lot of horrible dates to finally find him. Because it takes no courage to swipe on a dating app. And I know we talked about this a little bit, and I was goofing around, but having to go back to bars and whatnot but that takes courage like to it it takes nothing to swipe it takes nothing to do anything like that to dm somebody but when you have to actually go up face to face in front of somebody like that takes courage like that walk is not always fun you know you're risking rejection Um, face to face here's another text let me see here this text reads that has totally been my experience the intentions aren't there. Normal people don't exist. Normal people don't exist. <laughs> uh, I met my wife on Tinder. Somebody else said I met my husband on the app. Wow. But he didn't have a picture licking a cat. Right. 416-870-8888. We're going to go to uh, line two. Nicole, go ahead. Um, well, I'm currently off the market for about two and a bit years now, but um, I met my partner online. You did. Oh. Was he a weirdo yeah. or no? Normal. <laughs> well, now I'm worried if I'm still with them for two years. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. You could be a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I was very lucky. I've had a lot of friends that had similar stories of guys and girls um, just not looking for relationships, not being ready. Um, I actually met two really great guys back in the day, and I was like, oh, gosh, this is kind of tough. Yeah. What are the odds I'm going to find one but two? Oh, um, listen to you. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what her no, problem is. I found two a, guys. <laughs> so many oh, options. So many guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Nicole. You like to find people these days, yeah, right? I know. So, I know. Thanks for the um, call. Love you. <laughs> Bye. All right, have a good one. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Damn. Well, well, well. Yeah, the, see, I don't know. I don't know anything about these dating apps, but uh, if you're just joining us, hello. Hi. Welcome to it. And we were talking to, what was her name? Sarah. Sarah, out in Vancouver. And she told this incredible story, and she posted it on Reddit, of her 24 hours on the dating apps, on Hinge, Bumble, and Tinder. And not what she got privately sent to her, but what she had as far as options of profile pictures. And she was talking about how 
guys would load up like every profile picture would be a different shot of them on the toilet and not just like a selfie, but like they set up the timer on their camera to take a picture of them on the toilet. That's their profile picture. There was another guy licking a wall, uh, another guy licking a cat, another guy doing <laughs> stuff, doing stuff with a television remote. And my favorite was the guy that all his profile pictures were like the, the, the chronological order of him shaving his armpit hair. So and the last one was just a clump of hair on the, on the bathroom counter. So what's going on out there? We'll get to the next call in a sec. Um, let me see here. On text, I've heard Bumble is useless. Really, huh? I have girlfriends who add their Instagram so guys will message them there. Or the girls have Tinders that, say, that says, don't say hi. But then message men on Bumble with that same energy. Oh. Uh, I met my husband on Plenty of Fish. Only dated him off the app. Lots of ridiculous messages from guys on the apps. Though uh, a couple of guys asked to pay me to be their date for things. Oh, excuse me. Damn. That goes on too, I guess, huh? Quite a bit. Uh, the, ro- uh, the worst profile pic I've seen so far was a guy out fishing. Oh, no, this is gross. You can't read that, huh? No. 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 Uh, the, the, the text ends in all caps yeah. with the word disgusting. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll just leave it at that. Okay, cool. Um, uh, line one, Whoa. Beverly. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Hello. I just heard you on the radio and I thought, this is my life. I'm 41. I've been dating in Toronto for 10 years. Wow. And this is um, my experience. Wow. Like just all weirdo profile pics? Weird profile pics. It's hard to find some guy that's normal. Just going out. I've been on thousands of dates. My friends live for my stories. Thousands? Thousands? Think about it. Over 10 years, though. You got to look at it cumulatively. Over 10 years. I've been on thousands of dates in Toronto. It is so hard. The other day, I went on a date with a guy who told me he works for that uh, We Charity, and he told me he used to give out those T-shirts. And he told me every day he goes into work wearing, he had all those leftover shirts. So he'd show up every day with a new We T-shirt. But it's the same shirt that he wears to work every single day. And I was like, why would I go out with a guy who wears the same free T-shirt every single day to work? <laughs> wow. Damn, you're, like, you're like real specific, huh? It's like, but what? what okay, so why you're. Would you, why would you tell me that story? Though? Okay, so you're you're obviously in hot hell, right? Like you don't like oh, the life out there. And it's so funny. So I'm 41. So yeah. you say, you know, go out to bars, do it the old-fashioned way. But I'm 41. No, I didn't so say. Like, I didn't say to go out to bars. I said. I said this is where it's heading. Is that the dating yeah. apps are going to become so polluted that you're going to have to go old school and actually, you know, get up the courage to go and talk to somebody face to face? I want to say like two days ago, maybe someone sent me a pic. Oh. Oh damn. Yeah. And like that still happens. Yeah, it still does, huh? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And what do you do with that afterwards? You write them back? No, I delete it. It really is. It kind of freaks you out a bit. You, yeah, you see I know. Because you, they start talking to you as if everything is normal. Yeah. And it's like, uh, surprise. Wow. Wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, thanks so much for calling That's in today, Beth. crazy, man. People All are right. just bonkers. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, man. I got to play this for you. Um, Remember Megan Trainer? Yeah. She got that song. So I remember the- Megan Trainer. I love Megan Trainer. All about the bass. Because you know I'm all about that bass. About that bass. No trouble. I'm all about that bass. About that bass. No trouble. She's really cool, too. I really like her. Yeah, you interviewed her a couple many of times, times, right? Many times. I've I think she was on our show once. Yeah. She was really nice. She just had a kid. She did, back in February. Yeah. So, Megan Trainer is going to be, you're going to see her name pop up a lot today oh, because no. of this story I'm about to what tell you. What happened? Don't ruin Megan Trainer. No, 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 no. Me, not at all. Not at all. 
Um, so she was on a podcast called Why Won't You Date Me? It's hosted by Nicole Byer. <laughs> she is the host of the Nailed It baking show on Netflix. Oh, yeah, I love her. Yeah. Love her. She's great. She's yeah, funny, right? Yeah, yeah. So Megan Trainer and her husband are on this woman's podcast, right? Yeah. And in the past, Roz, you've said on this show yeah. that while you're in the bathroom, sometimes <laughs> your daughter Roxy will just walk right in yeah. or your girlfriend Catherine will just walk right in yeah. while you're sitting on the toilet. She'll give me a hug while I'm on the toilet and then shut the lights off right. and leave for work. <laughs> Savage. <laughs> walk in, give me a kiss, right? Yeah. They spend so much now, time in there. So this doesn't happen in our house, right? Okay. Like unless like if we are, if Jen and I are in the bathroom at the same time, right? Yeah. And if either I have to pee or she has to pee, just use the, the toilet. That's okay, fine, right? Sure. Uh, but anything else? No. Yeah. And I've never walked in on her while she's taking care of business, and no. she's never walked in on me. Ever. 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 Like, if we know wow. that the other person's in there doing things, yeah. right, we just wow. leave it. Every other bit of business in my house is more important than my business in there. <laughs> <laughs> so... Listen to this story okay. that Megan Trainer tells on this podcast, okay? Yeah, hit me. We just got a new house and we did construction. Uh, <laughs> nobody knows this, but in our bathroom, there was one toilet. And a lot of times in the middle of the night when we're with the baby, like we, we got to pee at the same time. So I was like, can we please have two toilets next to each other? So we... <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, it is insanity. That's an exclusive. You guys Wait a minute. <laughs> We got I'm two sorry. sitting Excuse next to each me. other, and we've only pooped together twice. You looked at a contractor, another adult in the face, yes. and you said, we need a bathroom <laughs> with two toilets next to each other. And, he and that adult and, said, okay. He laughed and thought I was joking, and I was like, no, I'm not joking, and then he did it. Do you use them together? Often, um, yes, we Often. pee. We pee at the same time a lot. I can't be near him when he poops because his poops smell foul. But when I'm pooping, I encourage him, "Come on in." And we're like, "Look at this, this. one." Yes, because I'm like, "Look at this one." Because because I don't poop. Look I didn't. I didn't have one. a good like poop life before. Okay. And now we're learning about nutrition, and I'm seeing like my poops are like great now and healthy and every day. Okay. And I'll look at him and I'll be like, "Daryl, do you see this massive thing that came out of me?" <laughs> Just, honestly, that could have been recorded in my house. Um, so uh, here's I my, cannot relate, but they got two toilets in the same bathroom. Here's what I just don't understand. Like, there's there's logistical ways around that where you don't have to be side by side. Don't get me wrong. If you asked me, would you enjoy sitting beside Catherine on toilets holding hands? Yes. I would be like, yeah, it would be a kind of a cool moment. I think that I would like to do it. Like if we rented a hotel one time yep. and we found out that there was two toilets in the bathroom in the hotel, mm -hmm. we would both, I know, save our peas just so we could go in together. Right? Like I know that we, I, I know we would. Right? Not on a night when we have, uh, when we've eaten asparagus. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. <laughs> not the, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Can you check to see if that clip is in there for me, uh, Maury, where it's um, the corporate speak flirting? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I can't stand corporate speak, right? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean by corporate speak? Like the one that bothers me the most yeah. is when people started using the word ideate. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There was I, I, corporate speak now in 2021. The problem that I have with it, the thing that bothers me the most is... They start using words for things that were already words, right? Like the first time I heard somebody say ideate, mm -hmm. I was like, what the hell does that mean? What does it mean? 
and they're like, well, it's when we like all get together and we like come up with, you know, ideas or ways to fix problems. Oh, you mean brainstorming? Thank you. Thank you. you. Idiots. Yes. It's brainstorming. Yeah, there was already a word for word it for brainstorming. Yeah. So corpus speak drives me nuts. And cause I'm not in that world. Like I'm not part of those email chains. I don't sit in mm. those meetings. I don't have, you know, uh, somebody asking me what my aims are. Right. I don't mm. have those types of relationships. Well, we'll circle back to that later. <laughs> Thank you. And then, so when I hear people use this sort of new form of corporate speak, it, there's parts of it that just really, really bother me. Maybe I'm too sensitive to this kind of stuff. I don't know. Yeah, probably. But language language matters. You wouldn't know it by listening to me, but it really does. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, so these people on TikTok, is it TikTok where they did this? So this, uh, this guy and this uh, girl on TikTok decided to do a video where they flirt with each other, mm-hmm. but only using corporate speak. Hey, yo, Natalie from accounting. Hi, do I know you? Chad from sales. Not to be like weird or anything, but you've low-key been an action item on my list for a while now. And I was wondering if maybe like you could get a line sometime, maybe sync up. Oh my gosh, I'm flattered. I just don't really have the bandwidth right now. I'm about to pivot back to HQ. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, Totally not best practices by me. You know, a lot of moving parts. No, no, no. I really do appreciate you reaching out. Just a lot of roadblocks at the moment. What if we put a pin in this and circle back next week? Yeah, we could totally punt this next week if you have capacity. I can make Tuesday work. Then we can touch base. Maybe even drill down. Was that like an innuendo or something? Because I would love to unpack your pain points. I'm looking for kind of an all-in-one product. Something that can scale with me. Well, that's good news because I'm agile. Great. I look forward to ideating. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) That's the other one. He said another one in there that that drives me nuts when... when, when people say it, God, what was it? Pinpoint? No, no, not not pinpoint. It hey, was... yo, Natalie from accounting. Hi, do I know you? Chad from sales. Yes. Not to be like weird or anything, but you've low key been an action item on my list for a while now, and I was wondering if maybe like you could get a line sometime, maybe sync up. Oh my gosh, I'm flattered. I just don't really have the bandwidth right now. I'm the about bandwidth. to get back to HQ. Oh my God, you the amount bandwidth? of people I hear say I don't have the bandwidth for that right now. I'm like, get over yourself. Nobody talks. Nobody should talk like that. You mean like, I don't have the time for this right now? Yeah, I guess it is. I don't have the resources. I don't have the time. I don't have, like, yeah, that's what it means. Like, I don't have the bandwidth. It's, oh, These two sound like they would be the most annoying couple to hang out with. But this is what it's like working. This is what it's like for people who work in an office and not in a, like, in a room like this. Shem, you're shaking your head. Yeah. Right? It is. 100%. I'm in a lot Shem is part. Shem, executive producer of the Roz Mocha Show, by the way. You're in all this, right? So after this show, you have, like, corporate duties with... You got to go talk to these oh, people. Oh, man. A lot of corporate speak. You got to go talk to yeah. A lot of bandwidth. A lot of bandwidth. Uh, a lot of ideates. Sense. Yeah. yeah. Idiots ideating. Yes. Maury. Try living with somebody who speaks like this all the time. Is this what you hear from Matthew all the time at work? All the time. When he's working from home? He's a publicist. This is how he speaks all the time. All the time. Yeah. It's maddening to me. It's maddening to me. I couldn't. I don't have the bandwidth to deal with this. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Question for you. I don't think that you're going to have an answer to this because you're an honest guy. Uh, but, Maury, I'm going to need you what for this. What are you talking about? I lie all the time. <laughs> I'm a great liar. Uh, so according to a new poll, 21% of people said that they've pretended to be bad at something just so they would never have to do it again. Jeez, I, I can't. I can't think of a time I've ever done that. I have a list. <laughs> yeah. Mo- Matthew won't let Maury load the dishwasher. Huh. I can't load the dishwasher. Because, I can't make the bed. I because can't vacuum. Matthew's convinced that Maury doesn't know how to load a dishwasher, and it's so frustrating. But Maury just does it deliberately, so he'll never have to load the dishwasher. Have you ever done that? 
Have I ever pretended to be bad at something so I wouldn't have to do it again? I'm I'm going to say yes. Coming up with a specific, mm, interesting. Yeah, like I can't think of anything I run, off the top. I've of my run head into right this now. at work a lot over the years. <clears throat> Where here? No, no, not here. Oh, other other oh, places I've worked, like oh, other okay, places yeah. I've worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where certain people don't want to do certain things, so they just yeah. hand in bad work. Right. And then they're just never asked to do it again, because what winds up happening is that somebody is then going to have to go and fix all your mistakes. Right. Right. And so yeah. they're like, oh, God, it just adds an extra step. I'll just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what I did? I when I was uh, when I years ago, when I used to work in a factory um, uh, making vinyl siding, I pretended to be. Um, horrible at the uh, you had to stack all these boxes mm-hmm. and I would always leave the ends sticking out and never tape properly and then it got to the point of where the guy who was working on the line beside me I would just shoot my box down the thing and then he would tape it for me oh no yeah because my tape was all my I know how to use a tape gun yeah. but if you if you hold a tape gun sort of on an angle and then you pull it the tape kind of gets oh, wrapped it gets around creased. itself yeah. it gets creased Stupid, and he hated that hate he hated that yeah. so he nice would just take clean he, yeah, line. he liked clean lines <laughs> and I hated using a tape gun um, here's a couple of texts somebody said painting Oh, yeah. Uh, another person said driving downtown. Oh, Somebody wow. said entering payroll. <laughs> <laughs> See, that is a boring task that nobody wants to do. But if you pretend you're bad at it, they will never let you do it. That's uh, perfect. Cleaning, entering payroll. Cleaning the washroom. Plunging the toilet. Come on now. Oh, come yeah. on. You can't say you're bad at plunging. You can't go I've in. I've never and... plunged the toilet. You've never plunged you've never the toilet? You've never had to? I've never plunged have you ever the cl- toilet. Have you ever clogged the toilet? Absolutely. Oh, okay. and you never plunge it? No, because uh, I'll call the super. Oh, my God. Uh, somebody said, uh, my husband does this all the time with folding laundry. Oh, yeah. I can't fold laundry, but I actually don't know how to fold laundry. <laughs> I've pretended to be ironing. Sorry, I've pretended to be bad at ironing for years so someone else does it for me. Wow. Uh, I'm now 29 years old and still going strong. (laughs) (laughs) Making the bed. Making the bed? Like when you put the fresh sheets on, like uh, to put the fitted sheet on the mattress and stuff? Yeah, you you pretend you're bad at that? Absolutely. Wow. Uh, If my husband Vito burns the food, like chicken or steak, on the barbecue... That way he can say, I can't barbecue. And I heard him telling a friend he did it on purpose. (laughs) Yo, Vito. Vito, come on, man. (laughs) Help your wife out. Okay. Come on. I don't know if I should believe again, this again, one. The, the question was, have you ever pretended to be bad at something just so you'd never be asked to do it again? I don't know if I believe this. Somebody said cutting a bagel. <laughs> Wait, that's tough. How, but how, like... What are you using, a plastic fork? No, because like, then whenever you cut a bagel, if you don't use one of the bagel cutting machines, one side is thinner than the other okay, side. But on, you just but, use a knife, man. But then, but then what are you doing? You're waiting for somebody to come and cut your bagel for you? No, you have your spouse to cut it for you. <laughs> Changing inputs on the TV reads another... Answer. Uh, somebody else said barbecuing. Wow. This is a thing, huh? People do this all the time. Oh, cutting greens at a golf course. I hated mowing, so I purposely wouldn't do straight lines. <laughs> <laughs> wow, another person texted said, yeah, same bagel. <laughs> cutting onions. I'll read those last texts at 925 Read the description again, Ron. So the, the question, question is, was, have you ever pretended to be bad at something just so you'd never be asked to ever do it again? Easy. Sex. Oh, oh wow. wow. <laughs> that was a text, not from you. No, that was a text. Right. That was a text. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. What's going on, Maury? We were walking our dog yesterday and a hot guy winked at my husband. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
So when's the divorce? <laughs> so are you upset that a hot guy winked at your husband or are you upset that a hot guy didn't wink at you? No, I'm upset that the hot guy that winked at my husband didn't assume that we were together. Right. How do you know that he didn't assume and just do it anyway? Like a real baller move. Mm. And that's the problem right there. I'm like, well, that's just not right. Maybe, maybe. Are you, are you actually worried? And when I say hot, I mean like, hmm. Okay. So what hurts more? What hurts more? Somebody walking down the street and seeing Matthew, thinking Matthew's cute, out with his friend, and then he winks at Matthew. Or somebody walking down the street, sees Matthew, thinks Matthew's hot, assumes that you are with Matthew, but you are such an insignificant <laughs> non-threat that he just winked at him anyway. Right there. Yeah. Like, like oh, this guy clearly, you know, whatever. What's, what are you going to do? Whatever. What are you going to do? Yeah. Like, right? Yeah. Oh, man, that hurts. Mocha's like uh, laughing. And did, Ma- did Matthew uh, did Matthew know that he did he see the wink? Oh yeah. And what how did he feel about it? Still got it. Yeah, still got it. Of course, he does still though. Matthew it. still does. Oh, have it. and then the rest yeah. of the walk, it's yeah, yeah. yeah Matthew with his you. long hair now. I hear you. Oh, Yo, hear Matthew's you. like really well put yeah, together. No, no, I'm not saying he's not. I'm not saying. And the thing not. is, because people think that we look like twins, he looks like yeah, better weird. me. Right. Yeah, you look like the before. No, yeah, you look like the. You just say before with a p. Before. before. <laughs> yeah. You just I'm pretty sure you just said before. <laughs> yeah, like you look like you look like the proto Matthew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like you look like the template that they they the clay re- mold. The, the release they but released But then they had it. to work on it quite a few <laughs> yeah, times. They, yeah, they, they they released it. It didn't do too well in market. No. They they realized they had to go back you know shave off a yeah. lot of things you were like the version before they released the beta yeah yeah, yeah. Like in straight world if if a guy winked at jenna or mm. a guy winked at Catherine, yeah how do straight guys react oftentimes with violence um but i don't know if that's the, <laughs> that's the answer well i pull up my knife and i stab him in the neck yeah yeah we usually <laughs> just like, straight, don't look at my yeah, woman. straight guys just usually prison shank each other just like all over the street when, when that kind of stuff when that kind of stuff happens i've never seen that before like fist fights breaking out all over the place <laughs> um, um honestly that is like if somebody just winks right mm-hmm. i would be like man that's a little disrespectful bro um, but I'm not the type of guy to like turn around and grab somebody and being like, what are you doing? Because yeah. like, I, or are you the type of guy where you're like, yeah, he did. And you know that like, that's my girl. And I, no, I, I'm the type of guy that just doesn't care mm. to be okay. honest with you. Like I'm past the point of thinking that, you know, a wink on the street from some douchebag coming from good life is somehow going to have Catherine running. You know what I mean? Like. I got to be honest, the good life bags are really sexy. It's not going to ruin my relationship. I, I think that at best, maybe she gets a little charged up from it. Oh, yeah. You know, and we have a better night than we normally do that <laughs> night. Like, I got it. Yes. Yeah. You know what right? I mean? Yeah. See, whereas my fear is like, you know, charged up or whatever. And then you go home and I uncharge because like, and you look at me and you're like, okay, whatever. Like when you're, when, yeah, your you're partner, the battery trainer. when your partner comes home, Maury, when your partner comes home and something happened to them in their day, whatever it is, but when something happens to them in their day where they feel sexy, where mm. something happened that made them feel sexy, right? That's a win for you. Absolutely. Okay, because that's why you want your partner to come home. You want them to have a kick-ass oh, so, day. So let me learn from somebody this. where somebody made them. I'm trying Wait. to teach you yeah. where somebody made them feel sexy. Right. That's a win for you. If your relationship is fragile enough that a wink is going to make them leave you, then that's a problem that no, you I didn't need think to work that. On. But the rest of the walk, I was like, you know, arguing. Well, how did he not know we were together? And I, I took You're it arguing. 
Well, like, no, not arguing. I was arguing with the world. Like, how did he right. not know that we were together? And, right. you know, he, he winked to no, you. And, I'm going to tell you something. He did. He didn't care. Whereas oh, what was, I should have done is say, you know, oh, look at, you know, and, and you're my man and people are winking. I should have turned it into a positive. See, this is what I'm taking from this. Yeah, you could have. You could have done that. You could have done that. You could have. But I did not. But you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> now it's been haunting you. Yes. Right. What no, a loser. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, I got to play you this because you believe in ghosts. I don't believe in ghosts. Who's that? Whatever, dude. I don't know. Why did you flip back and forth? Because you were like a huge ghost believer for like the first, I don't know, six, seven years of this show. And then all of a sudden you what got you know? bashful. You bad memory. I remember you believing in ghosts. Mm-mm. Yeah, Mm-mm. I do. No. Nah. <laughs> yes. You can go back to the archives. There's so many examples of you believing in ghosts. You're clearly saying that you believe in ghosts on this show. No. Anyway, uh, The Exorcist was like this classic horror movie. Oh, my God. The movie's so scary. Okay. So The Exorcist was this classic horror movie. And I guess a couple bought the house that was in spot, that inspired The Exorcist. No, they didn't. And they didn't know? Really? I guess that's what... Wouldn't it be in the listing? Like... To help sell the, sh- the, the... But I don't think you have to dis- disclose that kind of stuff. No, no, no when... but like as a, as a selling feature, like based on... As a selling feature? Mm-hmm. But you don't have to... S- oh. Unless somebody asks, right? I don't know. So it's just, out, it's just outside of D.C. Mm-hmm. And um, here are the homeowners. It's uh, Danielle Witt and uh, Ben Harris. Listen to these guys. When our realtor called us and told us we got it, I Googled it. And that I think I screamed. I think we definitely looked up whether or not, like, a prior possession was an escape cause from a house under contract and realized that it wasn't. Honestly, the first thing I thought was, oh, God, this is going to tank our resale value. (laughs) And then the next thought I had was, maybe I better rewatch that, start learning more about what it is that we just bought. And, And also, I had no idea that that was even based on a real story. I feel somewhat ridiculous even saying this, but thinking about it and thinking about how it was a demonic possession was like, well, demons don't usually attach themselves to houses. And, you know, my house has odds of a demonic possession that are just as equal as anybody else's house. Uh And to me, that that was always the scariest part of of the movie, The Exorcist, is that this could happen to anybody. (laughs) But the thing is, like, what if that demon, right? Yeah. Like gets used to the environment. Right. Knows its way around the home. Right. So the perfect place to possess you. Right. You're asking a lot of questions about demons for a guy who doesn't believe in this stuff. No, I'm trying to help the couple out. Oh. Because I don't believe. Um, but I guess it would have the same spooky stairs right behind, right? Yeah, I guess so. I like don't when, know. Spoiler alert. When the priest jumped out the window and went down the stairs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Would you live there? Hell no. Hell no. Why? All them stairs? Why? Oh, because of the stairs? Yeah. Not because not because of the possession. Not because no, of the, no, no, no. In DC, you know yeah. how snow they get? You gotta <laughs> shovel all them stairs. I'm not scared or anything. I'm just saying. I ain't putting in an offer on that house. Bras and Mocha's fix my life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is. My question is. Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Heather, what's up? It's Razamoka. So happy to have you on our show. How are you guys? We are good. How are you, Heather? I'm doing okay. Um, so, uh, 
it's work life stuff, huh? What's going on? Yeah. So my question is, when going for a promotion, should I care who's in my way, even if it's my friend? So you resist. Rosmo could fix my life. You've been offered a promotion at work, and you're excited to take this on, but you know that taking this on, that you're going to upset a person that has been here for a while and is probably expecting that promotion for the job themselves. You're torn, and uh, you're super close to that person. So that's like your work buddy? Yeah. And are you friends outside of work? Not that it matters, but just curious. Um, yeah. Like, I mean, we've, she's, she's a super sweet, nice lady. And Mm -hmm. yeah, like she'll invite me to her house for like dinner. Like I know her family, so it's a pretty, uh. But, but here's a question, Heather. Who is best suited for that position? Like who's going to be the one that the company is going to want to be in that role? Me. Have you been, have you, have you been offered this job? Yeah, yeah you have. Okay, so here's what you're going to do. You're going to take the job. Um, you are not going to apologize for, one, being offered the job and taking the job. You are not going to then go to this other person and justify it in some weird way that makes you sound less than the person that you are for the reasons that they gave you that job. And then the other thing you're going to do is you're going to establish immediately uh, that you are not the person and do not have the role that you had with this person that you were close to in the office. So should I, like, should I tell her about this nope. before they tell nope. her? No, nope. you owe her nothing. Like, even because if I'm close to her, like, nope. wouldn't you want to hear it from No, no, she does not. <laughs> believe me, she does not want to hear it from you. And if she says, I can't believe you didn't tell me, you're like, that's not what I do. That's who does that? Like they 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 gave they offered this me a job in in confidence, and one of the reasons why uh, they offered me this job was because they trusted me with things. You think that like they're going to give me a piece of information like this, and then I'm going to run around and tell somebody that I got the job just because it's going to make somebody upset? You don't have to say it like that, um, but uh, <laughs> but no, no, you don't tell them. You let you let uh, you let the bosses take care of you. Let the bosses do what the bosses do. And then just because what my, I'm I guess nervous about is that. Everybody around me, I feel like it's not going to change around me. It's just, I guess, like to kind of give a little bit more, like, text to it. So I'm technically going to be management. Okay. So, like, I don't think anybody's going to be around me is going to have a problem. But I just feel like she's going to change the morale of the office. And I just kind of don't want that. Heather? Okay. Okay. Re- repeat after me. Yes. I will not. I will not. Apologize. Apologize. To anyone. To anyone. For being great. For being great. <laughs> you are not going to go to her and go, oh my God, you were just as qualified as me. I guess they was just like, maybe like we were both like a choice and they just went with me. I don't know. You're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. You right? are not going to apologize. You are not going to justify. You are not going to let her think that she had just as good a shot as you did. That's not what you do in this situation. I guess. I'm just, I'm just nervous about her because she does have this energy that she can spread to the office. I just don't want her being well, like... Well, you know oh, what? The, the thing is that, that if it's like a, an energy, like a negative energy that goes around, then it's only going to bite her in the ass down the road, right? Especially if it's going to yeah. affect the workplace and now affect the people that you have to, to manage. I guess. Yeah, and then if that does happen, bring her into an office and say, listen, this is why you didn't get this job. Damn. 
Oh God! But not in those words, <laughs> right? No, but not in those words. <laughs> but not, but not in those words. <laughs> nah, you're gonna be great at this, Heather. Again, they gave you the 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 promotion for a reason. Um, they think that you are just gonna rock it. You're just gonna kill it and and manage all these people in such a great way. And um, that's why you that's why you got the job. You're a hard worker. They recognize that. They need a leader. They recognize that. And that's you. Okay. Okay. Thanks, guys. Don't, don't have the confidence. Don't crumble, Heather. Do not apologize. Do not that, apologize. Do not justify yeah. anything. I guess. Yeah. I think I just need to kind of like grow some balls a little bit more. <laughs> no, you got all the you got all the balls you need, which is which is exactly zero balls. You have no balls, but you don't you don't you don't you don't need them. No offense, though. Okay. No, but no offense. <laughs> All right? No offense. Y'all, the savagery in this FML is crazy. I know. <laughs> nah, you don't need balls. Uh, all the best, Heather. We love you lots. Thank you. Love you guys. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Well, Instagram, mm. Facebook, yeah. WhatsApp, I believe TikTok had issues, and then people were reporting Gmail was glitching yesterday. <laughs> WhatsApp. <laughs> Like, yeah. I know my WhatsApp yesterday was silent. It's so weird that you have WhatsApp. Why? Are you sure you're not a drug dealer? <laughs> Why would you say that? I don't know. I don't trust anybody that uses WhatsApp regularly. You clearly don't know enough you people. Have Everybody enough, uses WhatsApp. You have enough platforms at your disposal that you do not need to use WhatsApp. Uh, first of all, a lot of people, including my mother, uses WhatsApp to talk to family overseas so is that how you use it uh i have not overseas okay but i do have uh an aunt uncle actually a bunch of uncles what in do you new use york. what do you use whatsapp for on a regular basis on a regular basis yes to message family members in new york and okay. then i have a couple of group chats with other people who are not iphone users mm-hmm. friends mm-hmm. um and then instagram was down like everything was down yesterday drugs right? drugs drugs so everyone was going to reddit actually because yeah. then Reddit tweeted out when they could, hey, everyone, we're still up and running. Yeah. So then everyone was heading over to Reddit. Everyone was on Twitter. Twitter was lit were, yesterday. People were heading over to Twitter. Yeah. Uh, so in an attempt to, I guess, keep the conversation going. Sure. On what could have been comments on Instagram. All those great posts that people had planned for yesterday right? that nobody could post. Uh, David Moore decided to make some cold calls across the country. And um, and try to get some live comments for what he would have posted <laughs> if Instagram was working. Yeah. Hello. Hey, how are you, Maury Sherman? Yes, it's it's me. It's Maury. It's Dammit Maury from the Raza Mocha Show. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, Dammit Maury. How are you? You yeah, okay, <laughs> well, how did you know it was me? So well, I'm I'm like. Oh, religiously listen to you guys all day long. Okay, so oh, no. I'm randomly calling people to see, first of all, how are you doing? Because Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook is has been down all day, and I, I'm checking in to make sure that you're okay. Well, um, yeah, we're okay. So I had this whole <laughs> yeah, thing planned. <laughs> I was going to make dinner okay. like I always do, and I was going to sing a custom song and get tons of comments. And now I can't do that. So I'd love to sing the song for you. And if you could comment live on what you would have commented on my video. 
Sure, go ahead. We're making risotto. We don't need no pizza or pasta. We're having risotto. Lower the volume. Lower the volume. Lower the volume. Damn. Putting in the cheese and the butter in my risotto. It's going to be so sticky in my bowl. Oh, Maury, you're the best. Don't get your hopes too high. Pretend you're watching my video and then you're going to tell me what you would have commented, okay? Okay. I am making soup. It's going to be chicken soup. You're putting in the chicken, taking the skin off. Making chicken soup, putting it in the water, watching it boil. Ooh. Okay. Uh, uh, well, just, uh, just, uh, uh, the emoji was, uh, eyes open and, uh, mouth open. Just, uh, great. Hello? It's, uh, Dammit Mori with the Rosin Mocha Show on Hello. KISS. How are you? Oh, uh, I'm in class right now. Sorry. Oh. oh, my God. You don't, are you, like, actually, why are you answering your phone in class? Uh, maybe doctor. I don't know. Sorry, I gotta go by. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe Instagram, doctor. Facebook, and TikTok have been yeah, down. Right. How are you doing? Are you freaking out? Um, no, I'm just enjoying life, you know, naturally. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like I it. would love to sing you my custom song that I would have posted today and have you tell me what you would have commented. Sounds good. Gonna cook the steak, you gotta rub the meat, you gotta put the salt, then you cook the meat. Oh, yeah! Um, um, I thought he said soap at one point. So no, I no, questioned the recipe. Salt, salt. Um, my comment would be, where's the pepper? Hello. Oh, my God. Randy. Yes, are you freaking out because there's no Instagram and TikTok and Facebook today? Are you doing okay? Yes, I'll be doing okay. Okay. Can I sing you a little bit of that song and get you to tell me what you would have commented on my video? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, we're making risotto. We're cooking the rice. We add the cream and the butter is nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, you miss out with the beans and the rice. Oh. So not so much about my singing. You just don't like my cooking. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Look, you have me cracking up here with customers waiting. <laughs> anyway, nice talking to you. <laughs> it's much more difficult for people to say terrible things when they're on the phone with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anybody who, especially when they're at work. If you're going to leave a terrible comment on somebody's video, you should also have to put your phone number. Oh, no. Yeah, just so you can, just so we can call you and then you have to just, I don't need you to say anything else. I just need you to say what you wrote, but you just have to now say it on the phone to me. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Bras and mochas fix my life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Grace, welcome to the Roz and Mocha show. How's it going? Good, I'm fine. How are you guys? Amazing. So happy to have you join us because I've been, nice wa- I have been waiting. Why don't you tell everybody listening right now uh, why you're joining us today? Um, am I wrong to assume family should send wedding gifts to my daughter even if they couldn't attend due to COVID? Mm. So that's that's really my question. I think that kind of tells you what it's about. So you wrote us this: Razamoka fixed my life. My daughter got married uh, after four attempts due to COVID. We went from 180 people down to 57. Um, could not include any of our friends or family members that were not immediate. Everyone who's not allowed to come sent very generous gifts to them being actual gifts or money. I have a cousin who I'm extremely close with. Uh, She is more like a sister. She has not sent anything. I'm not going to lie. This hurt me, my husband, and of course my daughter. I'm wondering if I am being petty or if in some way I should say something. 
Hmm. But what are you going to say, though? Why didn't you send a gift? I don't know. I think I don't know what I should say, if anything. It's just that people who aren't really even invited to the wedding at all, most people got a Zoom link, right? A uh, live stream link. And all those people, when we sent it to a whole bunch of people, people that weren't even originally invited. And those people all gave something. And I'm not talking big or small. It's just that, you know, there was something that was given. Mm-hmm. So in this case, it's a very close family member who we've had a relationship for many, many years. It was just, it just kind of baffles us why, you know, she didn't give. If COVID wasn't happening, would that person have been at the wedding? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Without a doubt. I, I think it's like if you're invited to a wedding and you can't go, I still think it's nice to send something. It does not have to be to the scale of what you would normally do if you went to the wedding. Mm-hmm. I think that you can maybe go on like the, the registry or have a quick conversation, uh, send something small and a nice note and a, you know, can't wait to see eventually kind of thing. Right. Um, but, uh, but as far as this goes, I think everything is wild right now. I think everything mm-hmm. is crazy right now. And I don't know your cousin's financial situation. I don't know what her work life has been and her money situation has been during, you know, during COVID, whether she's, you know, had it easy or she's struggling. Uh, I, I just think that, um, excess is something that a lot of people have cut out. And I know that there's quite a few people that were more than happy that the wedding that they had thought that they were going to have to go to didn't turn out that way because they got, they got to save a couple of bucks. Um, but should you make a whole deal out of this? I don't think so. Is it worth it? No. Like you're probably, if you're saying that this cousin is more like a sister to you, there's a good chance that you'll be seeing each other over the next few years, right? At like family gatherings and whether they invite you over to their place or you invite them over to your place. No, a hundred percent. I'm not willing to like sever a relationship because of it. But I was just wondering, you know, just I've had a lot of different people tell me different things. And a mm-hmm. lot of people say because they actually didn't come to the wedding. So therefore, why should they give something? Mm-hmm. It doesn't even have to be big. It could have been a, a card, just an acknowledgement even. But and here's my other question to you, Grace, is it sounds to me like you tell us, is your daughter just as upset as you or more upset because right now you sound like the one that's really hurt over this you sound the one like the one that's really more upset yes that would be true okay she is that would be true. it is me it is uh, of course it's i true. mean yeah. obviously it's been a discussion throughout this the last few whatever but yes because it's my family and so uh-huh. of course it's gonna upset me more let me ask, what do you want to have happen play this out okay in, in a what do you what do you want you want to you want to confront her like do you then want to say something to her and have her buy your daughter something or do you no. want to say something to her just so you can find out why she didn't buy your daughter something no but it does make us curious to why she didn't yeah, um, so that's what you want to know you want to know why yeah. you want to know yeah, why but- you're right. I do want to know why. I'm not going to lie. I do want to know why. Am I going to confront her? I, chances are no. Two questions. One, are you ever yeah. going to get over this? Yes, I think I will. Okay. If she sent an envelope with $20 in it, would you still be pissed off? No. It could have been a $10 gift certificate to Ikea. I don't care. It was just, it's a, it has nothing to do with the amount or what it actually is. It was just some sort of acknowledgement. So it's just kind of weird. Did she say, congr- did she say congratulations? Oh, afterward, there was a phone call. Yeah, of course. And that's not enough. And that's not enough. You need a ten dollars. Uh, you need a ten dollars. No, 
Yeah, you just said that. You just said. You just said you're pissed off. No, no, but you're pissed off. She didn't send something, and then you said that it could have been anything. It could have been ten dollars. So you're pissed off. So you're pissed off that your that your your cousin didn't give your daughter ten dollars for her wedding. No, it's yeah, about you the are. acknowledgement. But no, she did acknowledge it. You said she called her afterwards. <laughs> she didn't call her. She called me. Okay, but she but she called. But regardless. But she called. Yeah, I called because you know what? Yeah, you're right. Okay. She did call. But okay. I'm not. You're pissed off. No, no, no. You're pissed, yeah. off. You're pissed off over $10. No, I'm not. Yeah, I didn't you are. $10. Yes, you are. You are right no. now pissed off at your cousin <laughs> because she did not give your daughter $10 for her wedding. Okay. You keep saying $10. <laughs> you said $10. <laughs> you said $10. <laughs> No, no, no. You're twisting. I said it could have been as small as. Right. But it wasn't. But it wasn't. It was nothing. You said you would have been happy. You said you would have been happy with $10. Grace quickly... Quickly realizing she never should have called us for FML. Yeah, I really. I, mean, I got to say, I think my friend's advice is better. Uh, well, then you should let your friend know that that you are uh, that, that. No, listen, you should right. let you should let your friends know that what this really comes down to is the fact that uh, you're pissed off that your cousin didn't give your daughter ten dollars for her wedding. <laughs> Tell okay, the well, truth. we know that's not really the principle well, behind it. So. I, I think that I think that's what we people... know. The principle is there was a little bit more than just a ten dollars gift. I don't know. You said it could have been ten dollars, and you also said yeah. that she did acknowledge it in the phone call. She well, she said, can, "Yeah, congratulations." So, mm-hmm. that's what so she acknowledges right? the problem solved. <laughs> Congratulations, Grace! You solved your own problem. Uh, no, no, yeah, yeah. No, listen. Uh, I th- That's don't, what we do. We talk it through. Don't, don't chuck a, don't chuck a, a lifelong friendship away over something like this. Oh, I'm not. Okay. I'm not. And okay. I've already decided not to. But okay. uh, oh, so what the hell you need us for? <laughs> well, now I'm, now I'm thinking the same thing. <laughs> Love you, Grace. Uh, Bye. Roz and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss. Uh, Dancing with the Stars last night. Mm-hmm. Week number uh, three. 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 Yeah, week three. Three, week three. three. Uh, Damon Moore's been staying up late to uh, talk to the cast after the show. And uh, we'll hear from Mel C. in just a second. But we were talking yesterday how they were going to let Cody and Cheryl dance from a home. And we had all just assumed that they were going to be together in one of their homes, both of them with COVID. Uh, but that wasn't the case. So here's Cody. What? Yeah. So here's Cody last night explaining the way that Cheryl Burke and Cody from Peloton were going to do the routine on the show last night. So here we are. We're still in the competition. And we've got the clearance to perform. However, this time we're just going to have to do it a little differently. So I'm going to be performing from my home. Cheryl's going to be performing from her home. What? We are performing live, let me repeat, live, remotely, from our own homes. I'm feeling great, but now this comes with a bunch of different setbacks. I've got to break down my living room, I've got to set up an entire camera set. What? And I've got to learn choreography all from my home. Okay. Six, seven, shot. We're going to give you a split-screen jazz combo to Gimme More by Britney Spears. And we are here to slay... Oh, so, come on. So it no was Britney way. night last night, which was kind of awesome. Yeah, but still. And then, so they did it. They were both in separate homes and they shot it or they did it live and they learned the core. I don't know. So they were both doing like imaginary, having an imaginary partner? Yes. Yeah. They both sort of With did their, their own choreography the together doing the, 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 the jazz routine. That's uh, so here are the results. And the results were, what did they get? Like 18 out of 30? Isn't that what it is? Something like that? Not too high. They were at the very, they were close to the bottom, Even though, right? Still. So here are the judges' results. Uh, I really admire 
No, the perseverance, you know, and the commitment in spite of it all. And I, God, I wish you were here because I know you have the ability. But it's very difficult to judge, especially the sink, because when the shapes are not exactly on the same plane, mm -hmm. your eye tends to lead from one to the other. Bravo to both of you for dancing with COVID, because I know COVID is no joke, so I'm very impressed with both of you. But look, we have to judge it according to like what we have in this ballroom. And that, did that compare? Not quite. But what I... Oh, oh, look at the slow boo. Oh, oh, come oh, on. Oh, yeah, but I'd boo that. Oh, yeah, boo, you're not there. Um, no, I know, I know, it's a boo moment, but the truth is, it wasn't as great as I know you can be, and that's disappointing, but I'm so glad you finally had your Britney moment. Right. So, 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 so the, the question comes, because there have been a, a number of people over the years that have had to leave Dancing with the Stars because of medical things. Yes. Now, a lot of these were medical things that would actually prevent them from performing. So mm -hmm. torn ligaments and Achilles problems and uh, But Derek Huff last clots. night wasn't there. Because he came in close contact with somebody with COVID. Right. So, but COVID, we seem to be a little bit more sensitive to people who can't perform because of COVID. When realistically, like, if you can't go, you're like, I don't know, like, to me, you're out. Like, you're just out of the, you're yeah. out of the competition, I, I right? Think now, see, now, if they had let them go from the beginning, yeah. it would have been over and done with, right? But right. now that we're in week three, it's now part of the storyline. Right. So they can't abandon... Cheryl and Cody from no. the, from the competition now, right? Uh, and then afterwards, uh, after it was all said and done, uh, Mel C from the Spice Girls, uh, Dammit Mori had a chance to talk to Mel C and ask Mel how she feels about Cody and Cheryl still being in the competition. Any other competition show, if you can't compete, then you're out of the competition. With Cody and Cheryl, you know, not being able to be there on the dance floor. Yes, they did an incredible job at their homes. Do you think that they should have still been in the competition if they can't be there? I do. I mean, we're living in unprecedented times and this could happen to any of us, you know, and as a cast, you know, as a company of performers, we are, we're, you know, although we can't be close, like literally physically, we're becoming close emotionally. And if anybody had to go because of COVID, it would just feel very unfair. But see, here's the problem, though, is that like Cody and Cheryl, because they were dancing in their own homes last night, they got 18 out of 30, which was like the lowest score of the night or one of the lowest scores Still of the night. Too right? Too high, in my opinion. No, but I know. But like, that's not fair to them because they on week one got a decent score. Right. Mm -hmm. Like they were doing really well. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, who else did well? Olivia Jade did 24 and 30. Um, Mel, uh, Jojo, Mel C. Uh, Jojo did Brian Austin Green. Oh, 19 out of 30. Okay. Uh, Jojo got uh, 24 out of 30. So oh. there you go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. What's that, Maury? Do we know if trick or treating's happening? I think so. Yeah. Like we've not heard it otherwise, right? I haven't heard anything. There have been no sort of notes. Or... Because I don't know if we can go another year without that. There was no trick-or-treating last year, right? No, they encouraged you not to. They, they Yeah, they didn't, like, say Halloween is canceled. Right. But they just said, we recommend that you not take kids out. Right, because so, we didn't do... There was no kids last year. Yeah. And was there kids the year before? The year there before was there the was. year before, there was? yes. Yeah. Because last year was the first Halloween during COVID. Oh, I guess. I'm so, getting so confused with time, man. I'm so this so could be Cruz's first true Halloween, going trick-or-treating. Our four-year-old, yeah. Is he going to go trick-or-treating? We're going to take him to a few houses. Does he know what it is? I, I like to, yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, he knows what's no, up. Really, yeah. yeah, he knows that you knock on the door, you yeah. say trick-or-treat, and they give you candy. But right. does he know like it's only one time a year? Like, not every day. 
Well, yeah. Yeah, but that's called street proofing. We, we <laughs> you teach kids that very, very young, God. right? You know, like yeah, yeah that's, you shouldn't be around kids, bro. Yeah, no, I not at all. <laughs> I know. I know. You've talked a couple of times about how you and Matthew would maybe consider one day, but don't. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't. Please. Yeah, no, don't. For everybody's don't. sake. Yeah, no, don't. No, and are you we, gonna take all the candy away and then give it to him one day at a time? Are you that parent? Um. No, like I'm, not, I'm obviously not gonna like. First of all, those parents suck. Yeah, I'm not gonna be like, here, eat all the candy you want. <laughs> right. But we'll manage it. Because there are a lot of parents yeah. who take it all and go, we'll give it to you, you no. know, a little bit each day. Whatever. Whatever. Halloween. Those parents suck. Nobody wants that parent. Like, you don't want, obviously, <laughs> right? I'm not gonna load them up with candy like the night before school, right before he's gotta go to bed. You know what I mean? Sure. But. but like, if he wants some chocolate and some Twizzlers and whatever. Come on. It's Halloween and he's Come four. Nobody, nobody wants, no kid wants to go out. First of all, they're the ones doing all the hard work, mm. right? Like, what kind of communist garbage is that where, like, they go out, <laughs> they're slave labor, they come home with all the fruits of their labor and then hand it over to the man and you give them one? Yeah, here. Rockets. Yeah. Here you go. No, thank you. Yeah. I don't not, subscribe to that. Yeah. You do no, the work, that's your booty, pirate. No, we, 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 we talked about it. And yeah. uh, for me, I would, I would like to take him, like, we're not going to go nuts and go out for like an no, hour, no, right? No, no, no. But we'll hit our street and maybe do like six or seven houses. Yeah, the little peas usually hit the door before, uh, before the street lights come on. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's, when, that's when it usually happens. Um, that, uh, the other thing you get at that time is you get like the, the moms and strollers with infants who come up with a bag and the child yeah. doesn't have any teeth yet. Right. right? That, that candy's for the parents. Thank you. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Look at more. I know what's going on. I know what's going on. Contribute <laughs> <Contribute> now. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hi, this is the Roz and Mocha Show. What's your name? My name's Jose. What's up, Roz? What's up, Mocha? What up, Jose? I'm wondering if you can help me out. I got an anniversary coming up, and uh, I've been together with my wife now. That uh, we've been together for 17 years. Wow. Yeah, uh, we've been married for six and together 11. Since this pandemic, it's hard to obviously go anywhere and to find a good spot to eat. But we also have uh, a two-year-old toddler. And a five-month-old son. So, God, uh, we do not offer babysitting services, bro. <laughs> That'd be awesome, but uh, <laughs> I'm not asking for that. I'm just asking to see if you guys can uh, uh, hook us up for a good dining place for either 5 p.m. or 9 p.m. Oh you know God. what I mean? What? Like it's either, yeah, I know, right? Well, hold like on here. Wait, wait, wait. We are also not your open table app, Like bro. you want You want a recommendation or you want us to make the reservation for you? No, no, no. Recommendation, you know, like because... Uh, uh, you guys are, are well aware of what, uh, what what's going on with COVID, what's open, what's closed. Bro, you know? bro, bro, bro. I have left the house like maybe five times in the last two years. Mocha has left the house right. less. I don't know what's right. open. I don't know what's yeah. available. Pretty much everywhere is open, Jose. And yeah. like you can get, uh, you can just call a restaurant or just go on their website. You can book reservations anywhere and everywhere. Like literally everywhere is open. Unless a place is shut down because they, like, closed down because of the pandemic for good, restaurants yeah. are open. You are allowed to yeah. eat outdoors. Uh, I guess now you're allowed to eat indoors if you got your, your proof of vaccine. Um, but, yeah. like, you can find reservations everywhere and anywhere, man. I just thought you guys would know a, a good spot, you know? Honestly, I find, like, most food places and stuff like that just through Instagram. Yeah. yeah. I really right. do. Yeah. Or what I do is I'll go on Uber Eats and just look at pictures 
And if I see a place that has like real good food that I love and they have great pictures and a great menu, then I'll just find out where that restaurant is and just physically go to the restaurant. True. Can right? I make a suggestion? Yeah, Maury. I did this uh, last week with my husband. So a lot of, um, I guess, grocery stores offer also packaged a box with all the ingredients and stuff that you can get. Right. And I found it super good. romantic that we made a meal together. Like, we helped each other in the kitchen making a meal together. That might be super what, safe. And what, super what's fun. so different about that than every regular night? Well, the, every other night I do it myself. Oh, so that's not about the, that's not about the, that's not about the meal service. That's no. just about you guys deciding to do something together. Yeah, we went to the grocery store and they had like a spaghetti kind of thing that you could do together. I, I understand the concept. So I thought for him, for this guy, instead of going, make a meal together and you're, you're doing something together. I, I think that what the point you're missing, though, is that he wants to go out just because you and Matthew don't do things together. No, but we, but I thought it could be romantic to cook together. No, he's got two children he's got two at home. Children at home. He's looking for nuts. a night out. They need right. to get Send out of the house. Away Send the yeah. children away. Yes. Okay. To where? To the mothers. Oh, to the like everybody no, just has no. a mother lying around. Yeah. <laughs> they don't. They, they don't follow any of our protocols that uh, no, we, we decide to to follow with uh, even COVID. Even uh. Uh, like a, a Montessori style, like we tell them, okay, well, okay, I'm going to pick you up. No, no, I don't want to. And then obviously the mothers are like, well, I'm going to pick you up anyways because I'm your grandmother. You know what I mean? And take advantage of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I can't get into any of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I know. I know. Okay, here's uh, go on Uber Eats. Uh, it'll tell you what restaurants there are in your neighborhood and just look at pictures, man. And, and you know, instead of ordering in, just go out. That's what I found a great, yeah. ta- there was a great taco place that, um, that we went to. We sat on the patio outside yeah. a couple of weeks ago and that's exactly how we found it was just Instagram. Right, right, right. But why'd you choose tacos? Because my name's Jose, or what? No, because I love tacos, <laughs> Dan. Isn't the restaurant you went to you had dinner at like four p.m.? Yeah, we went at four p.m. But they they're open later than that. You don't have to worry. Stalking okay. the guy. I know. Like I know. Don't bring that up, Maury. Like, <laughs> what trying to embarrass me for? Um, yeah, Jose. Uh, I would say, um, Jose, your options uh, for I'm assuming you want tacos. Or, 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 or some sort of like Brazilian barbecue, or, or. He could also recommend. Um, he could also recommend a great churro place. Yeah, I can recommend a great churro place. Um, as long as they have a capoeira a, a dancer there, then that, that'd be fine. Yeah, too, yeah, no, no problem. I went to this. Uh, I'll, I'll send me an email. I'll give you all the places where I know they don't have a chupacabra hiding in the back either. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, just try and keep your family safe. You know what I mean. <laughs> Don't kill me. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, man. Cool. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, Tom. Right. Um, so you Later. take care. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I watched. Uh, I just watched somebody cut a trailer of Ted Lasso, but into a horror movie. Oh come on! That Hannah Don't Waddingham ruined um, my show like that. Tweeted out. No, but she made Nate the villain, which is really funny. Spoiler alert. Like, he's the, uh, and like, but they just cut uh, like all his moments. Yeah. Like, did they just take like one moment where like Nate's like, I'm not crazy? It's awesome. It's here. Like, just let me play it for you real quick. Yeah. Because I, no I know, swearing, I, right? no, no, no. I, and I know, I know people at home can't, can't see what's going on, but, uh, if you know the show, it'll make sense, right? Yeah. I don't think that they're swearing. You guys ever want to be in charge with the boss? Get all the credit. If there is swearing, if there is swearing, I'm sorry. It's just Ted Lasso, okay? (laughs) Okay. Okay, so let's continue here. Oh, for God's sake. Give me one second. It's so worth it. 
It better be. <laughs> I swear to God, it better be. <laughs> this better not ruin Ted Lasso. It's my favorite show. Get all the credit. You know, if you weigh a person's body right after death, it's 21.3 grams lighter. And some say that's the weight of a soul. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to be reincarnated as a tiger. Then ravage anyone who looked at me wrong. Normally, I would have to fib about how well I knew the deceased. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I am not crazy. You scared me. But in this case, he came to church every weekend, sitting right over there, <laughs> paying attention to every single word on his phone. With all due respect, it's different for me, Miss Walton. I know what I want. Can you make me famous? Oh, come on. Yeah, man. Like, you got to see this. We'll get this posted, but it's so good. But uh, that's one thing I watched. Then I watched the new trailer for the new uh, promo for Succession, mm-hmm. which well, I comes out from that. next weekend, which looks so good. And what I'm very happy about is that it looks like Succession Season 3 picks up, like, the moment Succession Season 2 finished. Okay, S- do not spoil because I'm still, I'm trying to be, get fresh into succession. Okay. So I'm going to rewatch season one. Okay. And I only got partway through season two. Oh, so you didn't finish season I didn't, two. So I don't even know how season two oh. ends. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So I want this, I just want, I want the watching experience okay. just to be seamless. Right. Right through. And then yesterday we had House of the Dragons or House of the Dragon, I guess it is, uh, the, the, Game the prequel. Of the Game of Thrones. You don't even understand. And then yesterday afternoon, I watched episode one of the new I Know What You Did Last Summer series. Dog, which, you spent which, all day on TV I know, yesterday, yeah, huh? which drops somebody on... somebody who claims to be, like, extremely I know. busy. I, I, listen, I had to do it for work, okay? Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. But, 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 those, like, were you a fan of those 90s sort of slasher films? The I Know What You Did Last Summer? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. of course. So, I Know What You Did Last Summer, the TV series on Amazon. Um, so, it's not a movie. It's, a, it's like a yeah, series, yeah, yeah. right? Uh, it's awesome. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. It's everything that you would sort of want from a remake of, and I only watch episode one. It could okay, all go okay. to hell. I don't know. Sure. Um, How long are the episodes? Like an hour. Like oh, it was long, okay, but I don't okay. know what they go on after that. Um, but it's like, it, it's at a level of sort of teen horror that you almost wish those movies were, right? Like, they're not good kids. Like, there's a lot of drug use. There's a lot oh, of swearing. Wow. There's a lot of, like, all, like, the the way that everything happened. Because you remember, and I know what you did last summer, right? Didn't they accidentally kill a guy? They did, or they, yeah. they, they accidentally killed a guy, uh-huh. right? You show back up in the raincoat and the hook. Yes, right? And so, yes. So, in this one, when somebody accidentally gets killed, because I know it's what you did last summer, they're all just, like, loaded on, like, ketamine and everything else, right? Like, it's crazy. Like, the show oh. is so good. Good. Um, I really enjoyed episode star one. Star anybody that we would know? Yeah. Um, Emily something something. She was, I believe, in the Jumanji remake. She was the blonde girl in the Jumanji remake. Oh, I like her. Yeah, yeah. she's hilarious. So she's in it. And then nobody else that I would really know. Like even the, the grown-ups in the show okay, aren't good. anybody that I would really know. So it's like really a brand new cast. Yeah. Uh, but I like that all, though. They're I all great. Shows. But I love 
Like I sort of I love that campiness of those '90s horror movies, really? and this is really good. And it's out now. On no, Prime? it comes out on the fifteenth. Oh, okay. Everything next week. comes out on the everything comes out next weekend, right? Yeah. So it's Succession is next weekend. I know what you did last summer is next weekend, and then there's something else coming out next weekend as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. Bras and mochas fix my life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is, my question is, got a problem you can't fix? Bras and mocha got you. Hey, Madison, it's Bras and mocha. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. So you can't escape the drama, huh? What's going on? <laughs> okay. Is it wrong to wish that my boyfriend would sever ties with his ex who he has a kid with? Yeah. That's a quick answer. <laughs> um, so you wrote us this. Uh, hey, Razamoka, fix my life. So my boyfriend has three children. The mother of his oldest two is no problem. We've met. We've all had dinner twice. and We get along just fine. Now, the mother of his youngest hasn't ever tried to meet me. She always seemed to be a problem, always asking for favors from him, etc. Am I overreacting? I wish she could cut her out altogether, but that's impossible since they have a daughter that they share 50-50. What do you want to have happen? In a perfect well, world. In a perfect I world. Think in a perfect world, <laughs> in a perfect world, she wouldn't exist. But <laughs> in a perfect world, they would just have their daughter and that would be it. I think the favors, the text messages, all of it is a little bit much. What, what is she asking for? I mean, it's, it's constant. It's, hey, can you pick me up this on your way? Hey, can you go, can you go get this for me? Hey, can you do that? Mm-hmm. And what does he do? He does it. <laughs> does it bother him? No. No, just bothers you. It does. What makes you uncomfortable? The, the, boundary. the mm-hmm. fact that she keeps asking him? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I now, think is it, 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 it's like he's not your boyfriend anymore. <laughs> right. How long ago did they break up? Um, Two and a half, three years. Okay. And, and how- she does she have anybody in her life right now? Do you know? No. Oh, okay. No. Not that I'm aware of. So why, uh, without getting into too, too much detail, but was it a clean yeah. break with them or was was it sort of a drift apart or how did their relationship end? Was it definitive? Um, a, a bit of a drift apart and then a, and then a kind of a clean break. Okay. So, may, but, but is there a chance that she still thinks that doors are open or is this over for her? That's what I feel like. That's where my head is at because why do you keep trying to, you know, pull him back to you why do you keep going out of your way to get him to do things for you has he ever said madison has he ever said to her like you're texting me a little bit too much or you're asking me like too much to go out and pick this stuff up like i don't mind every now and then i don't think so i'd but love in excess, it's, that. Oh, okay <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's a lot of this is going to be between the two of them right? yeah absolutely. and and i know that he probably i don't know if he's carrying any guilt for the way that the relationship ended um mm. but this could be a big part of it is that he could still be carrying guilt uh and this is his way of every now and then sort of doing something nice to alleviate that guilt that he's still carrying and yeah. I'm, not, it could I'm, also I'm, not, be, I'm not saying that's the case, but this is the kind of thing that happens very easily. Like, right? I don't know how old, how old is their daughter? Do you know? Uh, four. Okay. So who knows? Like, I'm not defending him, not making up excuses, just kind of theorizing here. But it could be that right. he's like doing all this stuff to also show his four-year-old daughter that he's not like a piece of crap that's not going to come through for his family. Even though she, the the not the daughter, but his ex isn't like his family anymore. You know what I mean? Right. Is, is there a chance that uh, it's either one of two things, one that he still feels that there's a price to pay. And I don't know how that relationship ended, whether he cheated or what happened, Um, but he still may feel that there's a price to pay. The other thing is that he may be doing things to prevent her from talking bad about him in front of the kid. 
right? So I never thought of it that way. I'm not going to lie to you. I never yeah, thought of yeah. it. Yeah. So if, if he doesn't do those things, you know, maybe she starts saying your dad's lousy. Maybe she starts, you know, in with this kind of stuff. I don't know what the trust level is between them, but he may be just doing things to smooth things out, to keep things civil, because he knows from that relationship what that relationship looks like when things aren't civil. And maybe yeah. that scares him. Okay. Yeah. That, I mean, I, I definitely didn't. I mean, I think my anger was just a little too clouded, but that's some, uh, that's some clarity there. And, and you, uh, your responsibility in all of this is that when that kid is over with you guys, you cannot say anything bad about the mother ever. Yeah. Don't even think it. Don't even out oh, loud. God, yeah. Nothing, no. right? Nothing, nothing, nothing. No, nothing out loud. <laughs> nothing out loud. And the only jobs that all three of you have, right, is the, the mom, uh, your boyfriend, if you're committed to this guy and the relationship and, and everything else, and then your boyfriend, of course, the only jobs that you have is to just make sure whatever you do, you just don't screw up that kid. And you guys do yeah. whatever it takes to not screw up that kid. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good advice. <laughs> that's, the, that's the only job you have. You don't have to like you don't have to like somebody, right? It's not a relationship. Yeah. Look, look at it like a business. You could be in business with somebody that you absolutely hate, but you got to make the company work. Fair, fair right? enough, man. Does that help, Madison? Yeah. Oh my God, that helps so much. I, I can't believe I didn't think of this on my own. <laughs> well, that's why you have us. Absolutely, you guys are the best. Right All right, girl, you take care. Thank you so much. Bras and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss. Adele, Adele, Adele. <laughs> yeah, hold on, you can't. Yeah, you can't say that. Uh, was that Chet Hanks? Is that who that was? Yes, Chet Hanks, bigging up Adele. Adele, Adele, Adele. <laughs> you know, I sent me a prayer from long time, but after me see a picture of Adele, mm, it sweet me. Man, I tell no lie, my girl, ear style fit you. Big up yourself. There you go. So Adele released a uh, little teaser trailer for her new track, uh, which I think drops next Friday. Is that the deal? Yeah, 15, something like that. Yeah. Uh, the song's called Easy On Me. Uh, there's not much to it in the teaser, but there was some question. I know that we had the discussion in this room. What kind of Adele were we going to get? Was Adele going to do something different or was Adele going to simply be Adele? And there's nothing wrong with Adele simply being Adele, mm -hmm. but sort of give the people what they know and love or maybe try something new because really Adele could do anything. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say from what I've heard of this, this is Adele doing Adele. Well, I know somebody who heard the song. Oh, you do? So I have confirmation. Did you hear it? I didn't hear the you song. You didn't hear the song? But I talked to somebody who heard the song. Yeah. It's not like somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. No, no, no. You like know this some, was a yeah. person who yeah. actually heard the song. Yeah. And we are getting classic Adele. Uh, this is the teaser from yesterday, by the way, that she released. So it sounds called to, Easy On Me. Get ready to get all up in your feelings. Right? With this new Adele. I know. People are going to be crying. Remember Instagram what? captions going to be lit that weekend. Oh, I know. It's going to be a rough fall for a lot of ladies. Yeah. <laughs> right? You're crying into your PSLs. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be all fall. It's going to be rough. But I guess the, I guess the other story is that... Um, According to Billboard, yeah. uh, Adele's been in negotiations to do a Vegas residency as opposed to going on tour, hmm. which I think... That makes sense, though. I know, but people want to see Adele, and they want Adele to come to them as opposed to you going to have to see Adele, right? I know. 
Yo, you know, you know who loves that. But she's idea, got like though? a little kid. She's got a little kid, and she's oh, yeah. super. And she lives in L.A. now. And she said that she will never tour. Again. Yeah, yeah. Not tour life for any artist when you have a family is rough because yeah. you got to be. You're on the road, presumably a full year. Yeah, maybe more, more, more right? More. Yeah. Maybe more, and you can only bring your family on tour with you um, for a certain amount of amount of days. So you know who loves that idea, though? Who's that? Oh, it's Vegas. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right? So so the way that Billboard broke the numbers down is they were saying that ticket sales alone, if she were to do a world tour, could generate $200 million. Wow. Uh, but but tours, wow, are wow, ex- wow. tours are expensive. And yeah, so totally. with just doing a Vegas residency, you can still rake in as much income because you don't have the overhead. Mm. And so something like a Vegas residency makes perfect sense for Adele. You, could, you, you never do, you know, you're not doing five nights a week. You're going to do three, maybe four at a Vegas residency, maybe four. I'm going to say around three. Yeah. And, you know, you only have to look at the way that they laid it out for other people. Like Celine Dion, I think it was Celine Dion, where because she had the twins with her when mm-hmm. she was doing her residency in Vegas at Caesars, I think it was. And I think that the story went that they redid her suite in Caesars to look like her own home. So when her kids were in between both places, it wasn't shocking. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Yeah. But that's also Celine. Bro, this is Adele. Adele, Adele, Adele. You don't think they're going to give Adele that? Of course they will. And see, I'm I'm still leaning more towards Adele doing... A residency in Vegas. That's what I'm saying. Right? Yes, of course she will. She, whichever hotel, casino, lands that gig. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They can offset a lot of it because she'll just stay oh in that God. in that hotel. And they and they roll, like, they roll performers on top of each other. Like, at one time, I think at Caesars, it was... Mariah. It was, no, it, at, at, like, at one time on, a, on, like, a rotating roster, I think it was Bette Midler, Shania Twain, and I think Celine. Like, I think that they were, like, oh, I wow. think it was, like, a, like, they have big names every single night, right? Yeah. Um, so that's, it makes perfect you, sense for Adele to do, do a you residency. remember how she used to get to the stage when she actually last toured? She was in a Ooh. case on Adele. Oh, yeah, because oh, she, she was in a road up in the middle. Uh-huh. Right, and they used to roll her out. When in the like lights a went big... out, they would roll her out in a in a suitcase. Yeah, yeah, oh, wow. yeah. And then she would just pop up, and everybody I, like, "Whoa!" You know what? Though I'm a big fan of these residencies. Oh, so am I. In yeah. Vegas, I would like, never go, oh, but I'm a huge fan. The oh. rumor. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Chappelle's got a new stand-up special on Netflix called The Closer. Is it out now? Yeah, oh yeah, God, and he yes. said that uh, uh, that this is going to be his last special for a minute, quote unquote. So I'm guessing that uh, he's going to take a little bit of time off. Hmm. Um, but he because he signed a massive deal with Netflix. Uh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so making, is this the last one in that deal? You think? No, I, that I don't know. Hmm. That I don't know. But he cranks him out. Um, so I think maybe he's just going to take a break for a bit. Who knows? Uh, but there's two uh, parts that I want to get to. One is uh, uh, Chappelle talking about his battle with coronavirus and the other one that's making a lot of news from the special is his comments on DeBaby. So let's start with Chappelle talking about uh, coronavirus. First of all, before I even start, I want to say that I'm rich and famous. (laughs) (laughs) And and the only reason I say that is because the last 17 months were hell and I cannot imagine what everybody went through, but I'm happy to see you and I'm happy you're well and I hope everyone you love is okay. That's really nice. I like where this is going. I don't want you to worry about me. I'm vaccinated. I, uh, 
Got the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. I walk in the doctor like, give me the third best option. I'll have what the homeless people are having. I know you probably heard on the news, I did, I did get coronavirus. They make you quarantine. I had to quarantine for 10 days at least. They said, you're gonna have to stay in the room. I didn't go nowhere. Because the whole time when you get coronavirus, at least the first five days, you wait to see how sick you're gonna get. And it turns out, and this is true, I didn't get sick at all. Oh no. Not a cough, not a booger, not a fever, nothing. Wow. Look at me. I am the Magic Johnson of coronavirus. <laughs> Yo, I love Chappelle so much. I cannot wait to watch this special. So uh, this next clip is the one that's really making a lot of news, though. This is Chappelle talking about DeBaby. DeBaby, by the way, um, was wiped off the face of the earth um, after the comments he made at the Rolling Loud Festival where I didn't even just going on about gay people and then he was talking about hiv and all this like real wild stuff man um and this is Chappelle's reaction this is it's a little bit edited it's going to sound a little bit edited just because it's a little bit longer but you everything that was important that he said is uh is is in this clip i don't want to chop all the guy's comedy up but uh but here's uh Chappelle on to baby i'd like to start by addressing the lbgtq community directly and I want every member of that community to know that I come here tonight in peace. <laughs> and I hope to negotiate the release of the baby. The baby was the number one streaming artist until about a couple weeks ago. He took a nasty spill on stage and said some uh, said some wild stuff about the LBGTQ community. Ooh, he pushed the button, didn't he? He pushed the button. Punch the LBGTQ community right in the AIDS. Oh my God. Can't do that. But I do believe, and I'll, and I'll make this point later, that, that the kid made a, a very egregious mistake. I will acknowledge that. But, you know, a lot of the LBGTQ community doesn't know the baby's history. He's a wild guy. He once shot a <laughs> and killed him in Walmart. Nothing bad happened to his career. <laughs> Do you see where I'm going with this? In our country, you can shoot and kill a <laughs> but you better not hurt a gay person's feelings. Oh my God. Is that funny to you, Maury? Yeah, you like that. Yeah. Maury's in the dying laughing. <laughs> you are, Maury's the worst person for stuff like this, man, because anything that should be like offensive, <laughs> Maury's the one that made sure I had, you got to play this one. Yeah. you got to play this one. <laughs> Maury's like as but, a comedian uh, as well. Yeah. But I didn't know what baby killed a guy. Yeah. I, I didn't know all, that. Is it? I uh, didn't know one that. Guy, I thought he killed two people. Didn't he kill someone like tried that. to break into his house? Jeez. Yeah, he shot somebody who tried My to break into his God. house. But anyway, the uh, new Chappelle uh, special is called The Closer. It is streaming now. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Dave Chappelle's new special on Netflix is uh, causing a lot of controversy. We went through some of his, uh, we went through some of his stuff yesterday. Uh, it's called The Closer. Um, this is probably going to be his last. I think it's like the last of his deal with Netflix. Oh, okay. And uh, both GLAAD and the Black Justice Coalition are calling for Netflix 
um, to pull the special because of Dave Chappelle's comments that he made uh, about transgender and the LGBTQ plus communities. Mm. Uh, in one of his um, bits, he stands up for J.K. Rowling, who wrote Harry Potter, who was labeled a TERF, which is a uh, trans-exclusionary radical feminist. And he took her side and then did this whole bit on uh, on gender. But uh, Glad tweeted, Dave Chappelle's brand has become synonymous with ridiculing trans people and other marginalized communities. They go on to say negative reviews and viewers loudly condemning his latest special is a message to the industry that audiences don't support platforming anti-LGBTQ diatribes. Uh, the National Black Justice Coalition went on to say this about The Closer. Uh, it is deeply disappointing that Netflix allowed Dave Chappelle's lazy and hostile trans phobia and homophobia to air on its platform. Netflix should immediately pull the closer from its platform and directly apologize to the transgender community. So wow. a lot of controversy around uh, his new special. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Hey Mocha. Yes. You ready? Of course. Let's do the news. Woo. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Did you ever watch the Lord of the Rings movies? I watched the first one. Yeah. And I think maybe the second yeah i don't know how it ends so don't spoil it okay <laughs> did they get the ring so a lot well it's a whole thing man i can't that's not a yes or, or rings no up that's not a yes or no lord question uh lord of the ring is it lord of the ring or lord of the rings rings is it yeah or is it lord of the ring is it lord of the ring or is it lord of the rings it's lord of the rings oh no it's ring right it's- because one ring to rule them all are there many? He didn't, say, he didn't say one rings. Yeah. Or like enough rings to rule them all. It's rings. It's, it's rings. rings. Oh, it's yeah. rings. Huh, so why did he say in part, maybe I, I got to finish watching yeah, it. Yeah, I think you to do. Know. Because in part, there was always one ring to rule them all. So when Peter Jackson was putting Lord of the Rings together, I guess at some point he had met with Harvey Weinstein years ago to, um, to produce the movie through Miramax. And, oh, and I gotcha. guess Peter Jackson and Harvey Weinstein weren't seeing eye to eye on things and that relationship soured uh, very quickly. Mm-hmm. And so much so that Peter Jackson sought out uh, a little bit of petty payback during the production of Lord of the Rings. And if you remember in Lord of the Rings, there were these orcs, right? The, the mm-hmm. sort of like goblin beast things that were created and lived underground and were the ugliest things you'd ever seen in your life, right? So this is Elijah Wood, who was one of the stars of Lord of the Rings, talking to Dax Shepard on his podcast about how Peter Jackson got that petty sort of revenge on Harvey Weinstein. One of the orc masks, and I remember this vividly, was designed to look like Harvey Weinstein. (gasps) No No way! As a sort of... Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. That's great. I think it's okay to talk about that now. Yeah. yeah. The guy's incarcerated. Yeah. Yeah. Kim. Yeah. <laughs> savage move. Savage move. Savage move. That's savage great. Move. Yeah. Oh, and, damn. And you're surprised to know all they did was take a mold of Harvey Weinstein's face and paint it gray. Grayer. No. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Sarah Jessica Parker was, I guess, uh, on set of the Sex in the City new sequel thing that they're putting together. And the big question was, when will it debut? When will fans get to finally see what they've been working on? It's Sarah Jessica. Hello from New York City, Fifth Avenue, shooting, as we speak, the next chapter of Sex in the City, or as we like to call it, and just like that, with some beloved friends. But in the meantime... And just like that, we'll premiere in December on HBO Max. Ciao. 
So in December, no exact date, just at some point in December, you'll get to see uh, uh, that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. William Shatner on the Today Show today talking about, because Shatner's going up in uh, the Jeff Bezos rocket, right? Mm-hmm. The one that looks like a wiener. Yeah. Um, so Shatner is like a going to be a civilian passenger, and everybody you know, everybody was blowing up Shatner's phone. Who was going to be the first billionaire to get Captain Kirk uh, into space? But this is William Shatner on the Today Show today talking about uh, heading up on Blue Origin. The reasons why I'm going and all that we can all speculate, but I'm going to see the vastness of space and the extraordinary miracle of our Earth and how fragile it is compared to the forces at work in the universe. That, that's really mm-hmm. what I'm looking for. So, so Bill, you, you just recently turned 90. You still ride competi- horses competitively. You do all this stuff. Uh, are you physically ready? I, if, if there's anybody <laughs> ready to do this, I think it's you. You're probably the, the youngest 90-year-old I know. Uh, what have, you do- have you done anything extra to get ready for this? Prep work. Yeah, I, I had uh, s- some apple pie last night. I, I <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> wow. That's about right. It's going to be some well, trip. Well, I mean, what do you do? What do you do? What do the space guys do if they have to go to the bathroom? <laughs> you're, you're about you're, to find uh, out. Well, it's only, it's it's only 11 minutes, yeah. so I think it'll be okay. Yeah, but I mean, you, never you know, know, when you're 90, 11 minutes <laughs> is a long time. Yo, facts, though. He could go to the bathroom right before he gets on the rocket. Bro. And then make it halfway there and be like, yo, I got to go again. That would be that would be me. That would be me. And, uh, there's, and it's not like you can pull over on the side. No, no. You got to have daddy's little helper, which is uh, the empty uh, Gatorade, Gatorade bottle. Gatorade bottle, yeah. Yeah, we all know. They're going to have to leave. Dad, like, dads, if you know, you know, right? You know what I'm saying? They're going to have to leave like 10 in yeah, that rocket yeah, form. Yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Squid Game. Everybody's still talking about Squid Game. Uh, the creator, uh, Hong Dong Hyuk, um, who is the mastermind behind the show, he's already talking about how to follow it up. What would a season two of Squid Game look like? And he did an interview recently where he said that if they do do a season two, which he thinks that they will be doing, um, the show will be based around the front man, the guy, the organizer behind the Squid Games, the guy oh. in the black mask. It right. will sort of be. It'll sort of be his story. But um, the great thing is they're in a fantastic position to negotiate uh because season two has not officially been ordered yet oh so i don't know it's been three weeks and this thing is like the biggest show in the entire world No, but now you negotiate right so they're in a they're in a fantastic position the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast dancing with the stars last night it was britney night and um, everybody doing their best to dance to Britney. A lot of people had a lot of great things to say to uh, Britney. But uh, Maury uh, caught up with uh, some of the people from the show backstage late last night. And uh, Maury was talking to Mel C as to whether or not we would ever see um, any of those Britney moves on a Spice Girls tour. Do you think that we will see some of your Britney outfits, Britney performances from this evening in the inevitable upcoming Spice Girls reunion. <laughs> you might see it backstage. <laughs> um, did you, yeah, did was... you just admit it's happening? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. We hope so. That's the plan. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the pandemic has thrown so many things into chaos, including touring. But um, yeah, myself, Emma, Melanie, and Jerry constantly talk about getting back out on the road. The stadium shows in 2019 were 
out of this world, probably the best thing we feel we've ever done as the Spice Girls. So we want to get back out there and get to all those incredible territories we haven't made it to yet. Nice. That's Mel C. Mm. The Spice Girls. Latest season of Dancing with the Stars. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Justin Trudeau has apologized to the First Nations in Canloops, B.C. for not taking part in any of the National Day of Truth and Reconciliation ceremonies last week. Um, this is a big thing, man, because his schedule still uh, said that he was in Ottawa doing like prime minister stuff. But then mm-hmm. he dipped and flew out to Tofino to chill with his family. He was like, no, no, I was zooming into Ottawa. Yeah, yeah. To just And he was, you know, listen, there's a lot of people in this country that use that just as like another free day off. Right. Sure. But when you're the prime minister and you've said what you've said, you don't get the you don't get to do that. And uh, he was invited to take part in Truth and Reconciliation Day. Um out in BC and he just didn't. And then so, Oh, that I didn't know. Yeah. And then grand chief Stuart Phillip of the union BC Indian chiefs said that the prime minister's actions were a quote, slap in the face to the families of residential school victims. Trudeau doesn't have any quote respect. He goes on to say that he's completely consumed by his own arrogance and his delusional sense of self importance. Talk to him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> talk, I talk. Right. That's some big words right there, yeah. man. If I, somebody woke up, and, and rightfully so, too. Rightfully so. You can't dispute what the chief is saying. But man, if somebody ever said this about me, I would like, oh my God, I would not recover if somebody said I that. Know. Even if I made a huge mistake and I was apologetic, right? But at this even point, if I made a huge mistake, if somebody said that about me, I don't know if I would ever recover. But even a, a, this is how sociopathic you have to be to be the prime minister. Yeah. And an apology uh, doesn't mean anything now. No, right? no, no, no. Especially when you only alter your schedule when you get caught. Yeah. Right? Like, that's the only reason the schedule changed mm-hmm. was because... No, no, no. No, no, you don't know. You don't know. Printer was down. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what excuse to use. I sent the email, everyone. Right? You guys didn't get it? Yeah. Check your uh, junk folder. <laughs> anyway, that's what's uh, going on out there. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Kathy Hilton, Paris Hilton's mom, was doing a podcast on uh, Sirius XM called uh, Lunch with Bruce. And she was talking about the wild days when Paris Hilton was sort of at her peak of young and reckless, I guess. Yeah. And Paris goes all into all of this in her documentary, which is really brilliant. Um, but they don't really get into sort of exactly what it was like for Kathy Hilton to try and parent a kid like that. And oh, this, is, this, is Kathy, this is Kathy Hilton talking about not having any idea in those days where Paris Hilton was, so much so that she had to call the New York Post. What? I was actually worried about Paris for a, for a good while. Right. And she was sneaking out and she'd go missing. Yep. And I wouldn't be able to find her. It got, let's put it this way, it got very out of control. Right. And I was scared for her. And, you know, those nightclubs go on all night. Let's just put it this way. There was times I did not sleep. How about for two days? Right. Not knowing where your daughter is. I used to call the city desk. Really? At the New York Post. Really? What? I would call the city desk and say at one in the morning, excuse me, hi, it's Kathy Hilton. Uh, Do you by any chance know Paris where she is right now? Usually they'd be able to track exactly. Right. She was seen at 1147 or 1243 at... Mm-hmm. Obar or right. this or I mean this is the way I yep. lived.
Hold on. So she would call the yeah. New York Post? To be like, where's my kid? Like call the paparazzi, basically. Yeah, yeah to say, where's my kid? Yeah. Well, I guess s- this was like before like Bro. Twitter and Instagram and everything where people post all the time where they're at, right? I don't know how you, uh, I don't know how you sleep. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So uh, NASA is launching a um, device in November on a mission to deflect a, quote, devastating asteroid from hitting Earth by nudging it with a spacecraft. What? What? Yeah. So it's known as the DART system, which is the double asteroid redirectional test, not to be confused with the signal heightened asteroid redirectional test. So it's DART, not <laughs> never mind. <laughs> signal. Oh. <laughs> Can I spell it out? Yeah. What is it? The signal? Signal heightened uh-huh. asteroid Ast- redirection test. <laughs> can't say that. Why? <laughs> so the shark. The shark, yeah. So they're using the dart. I made that up, by the way. Oh, yeah, you? there's no such thing as a signal heightened oh, asteroid redirection test. <laughs> it's just the double asteroid redirection test, the dart The dart mission. Okay. Uh, so what they're going to do is the, the dart will smash into one of two asteroids known as Diddy Moon at roughly 13,500 miles an hour on October 2nd, 2022. In doing so, it will change the speed of Diddy Moon a fraction of a percent, but it will be enough so NASA can measure its altered orbit. Now, uh, this will provide valuable input on future missions to deflect asteroids at roughly, where are we here, 160 meters wide. Diddy Moon's orbit is as much or larger than uh, the space rock Diddy Mos, that is approximately 780 meters across. Uh, Diddy Moon came relatively so this is Diddy less. So yeah, so it's Diddy less, not Diddy more. Um, Diddy Diddy Moon, as in like P Diddy. It's D I D Y Moon. Yeah, so All like one P. Word. Diddy. Yeah, so Diddy Moon, however, it did come relatively close to Earth in 2003. How when you look when when you hear NASA say that an asteroid came relatively close to Earth yeah. in 2003, relatively close. Well, en- enough Na- enough for them to worry, right? In NASA terms though, like close when you find out close, give it to me may, in miles, give it to me in miles, give it to me in miles. thing, but then it's like Thousands of miles. Right. Maury, come in here for a second. I'm going to say NASA said the last time in 2003 that asteroid came like within like 10,000 miles of 10,000 miles. Maury, how how close did this asteroid get to Earth in uh, 2003? My mind immediately wanted to say two miles. Two miles? You would see that. Yeah. That would destroy everything if an asteroid came within two miles. Within two miles? You would feel it would shake the right. earth. No, two miles from the wing. Like there's still two miles between the wing. The wing, the of, wing what? of what? Earth? Yeah. Like what do you there's mean? There's still space between what, what what are you talking about? Earth's wings? What is that even? No, like sorry, not wind wing, wind. Like there's still space between the two things, the two objects, right? Okay. So from so the, it's nothing's gonna hit. Okay, so yeah, from, the, from to Roz's point, okay. you can still see it. From the road outside. Okay, I don't yeah. know about the wing. The road outside, looking straight up, how close did NASA say that the Diddy Moon asteroid came to Earth in 2003? Right, two miles. Two miles. And Mocha, you said... Like 10,000. 3.7 million. Why are you worried about that? Because <laughs> that is still too close. Huh. 
So how mm, how but, like far is normal? But it's still missed. Yeah. Or did we nudge it back then too? Well, no, no, it's still missed. But now, now this oh, is what okay. they're going to do is they're going to test these rockets to go up and nudge these asteroids so they stay well, how really they far nudge away. It in the wrong direction. Well, that's that's the problem. That's the risk you run. Like a tennis ball. That or a is when you bring out instead of the dart system the double asteroid redirection test. That's when you bring out the signal heightened asteroid redirection test system. <laughs> right. Okay. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ed Sheeran. Mm -hmm. Love him. Love him. He goes away and then he comes back and then he goes away and he comes back. Like he's got a real good thing going on. And you always miss him. And uh, Pink does the same thing, where she yeah. just sort of like disappears for a while, and then she comes back and just owns the world again, and then just kind of. And then you like, remember why yeah, you fell in love, yeah, with that person again, right? Um, and uh, a lot of people have asked over the years Ed Sheeran whether he would do a Christmas song, and uh, this is uh, Ed doing an interview the other day where uh, a fan asked just that same thing. This so, one is from Natalie. She wanted to know: Are you ever going to do a beautiful Christmas song? If you wait two months, you'll see. There's something coming. There's something there? coming in December, yeah. There is. And it's f- great. Really? Yeah. Is Sir Elton John involved? There's something coming in December. <laughs> Mate, do you know what? I'm going to f- tell you. Elton rung me on Christmas Day to, yeah, say, to say Merry Christmas. Elton rings me. Yeah, I spoke to him this morning. I spoke to him yesterday morning. I speak to him almost every single day. He rung me on Christmas Day and he said, um, Step into Christmas is number six in the charts. And I'm 74 and I'm still having f- chart hits this is great i want to do another christmas song will you do it with me yeah. and uh you you're the first guys i'm telling about this um but yeah it's gonna come so you're guys singing together you and elton yeah just me and him and it's 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 great and uh elton if you're watching i love you wow so right? elton john and ed, ed sheeran, sheeran doing a christmas song together or as elton john calls him ed sheeran right <laughs> i know how i feel about working with someone who couldn't pronounce my name right earlier this year this is what elton john how he introduced ed sheeran I think it was like a, what was like it a virtual performance. Was or, it? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so sorry I can't be there in person, but I couldn't miss the opportunity to talk about one of my dear friends. From the very first time I heard Ed Sheeran, I knew he'd be a huge star across the world. Right? Yeah. Call Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Every single day it's Elton John. Yeah. The phone rings. Yeah, like you can't hit ignore. No. Right? You see it. You, you answer gotta sit it. and talk to Elton John every single day. You're like, hello. And then the first thing he says is, Ed Sheeran. And yeah. You're like, yes, it's me. <laughs> yes. Yes. Every single day you got to talk to Elton John. You know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Elton John, but. Do you think it he, comes up as Elton John or his real name? What's his real name? Reginald Dwight. Why would it come up as Reginald Dwight? Well, because if that's how he pays the bills. Oh. Yeah. Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Is this Reginald? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Look, what do you talk about? I don't know. I guess Where they got a lot. I guess they got a lot to talk about, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, so, Squid Game, uh, which is number one in ninety countries, it hit that within its first ten days on uh, on Netflix. <laughs> oh, look at you. Uh, there's that one shot where the business card that you get in Squid Game, that he turns it over and there's a phone number. But mm-hmm. it turns out that that was a real guy's phone number in South Korea. And um, he said, after Squid Game aired, I've been receiving calls and texts endlessly 24-7 to the point that it's hard for me to go out and live a daily life. This is a number that I've been using for more than 10 years and I'm quite taken aback. There are more than 4,000 numbers that I've had to delete from my phone. And it's to the point of where due to people reaching out, Without any sense of day or night due to their curiosity, my phone's battery is drained and turns off. 
So they're going to blur out the number. Netflix. They're going to go in and make that edit. Uh, and too late. I, thank you. It's the number one Way show ever. Late. Thank you. Everybody has a number. And even if the, the number is blurred out, you can just Google it now. Thank you. Right? Everyone's going to be posting it. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that poor guy. Somebody <laughs> somebody messed up, though. Like, y'all should have, the Squid Game, y'all should have, like, checked to make yeah. sure that that number wasn't active and belonged to another uh, human being. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, Andrew Lloyd Webber is uh, commenting on the film adaptation of Cats. First of all, Andrew Lloyd Webber says that the best adaptation was his 1996 Evita uh, with Madonna. And he said to this day, I don't think anybody else could have done it better, he said. Uh, but he goes on to talk about Cats and he says, whoa, 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 yeah. stop. But Cats was from like two years ago. Yes. So why is he bringing it up now? Well, because he was just doing an interview. Because I think he's he's now traveling. Like he's back in he's in New York now, oh. where he couldn't travel for for he's so like, long I because of COVID. I can finally get this off my chest. <clears throat> I can finally get this off my chest. So he says this: uh, Cats was Cats was off the scale all wrong. There wasn't really any understanding of why the music ticked at all. I saw it and just thought. Oh, God, no. It was the first time in my 70-odd years on this planet that I went out and bought a dog. So the one good thing that came out of it is my little my little puppy. Um, Hold on. This guy hated cats so much he went out and bought, like, a real dog? He went out and bought a real dog. Yeah. Wow. So I guess that dog now is, like, his travel <laughs> companion and his, like, I don't know, like, his Bestie. emotional support, whatever. He said, uh, I wrote it off, and I needed him. So the dog travels with him now, right? So he said, uh, uh, I wrote off and I said that I needed him with me at all times because I'm emotionally damaged and I must have this therapy dog. And then he was talking about this airline and he goes, the airline wrote back and said, can you prove that you really need him? And I said, yes, just see what Hollywood did to my musical cats. Oh. <laughs> He's like, and that's all Lock it took. Lock board, sir. No doctor's report required. <laughs> wow. You have to really, really be affected by the movie Cats yeah. to then go out and get yourself a real-life dog. He hated Cats a lot. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I was just reading this article on the Orient Express. You know, it's a real thing, right? Not just a movie. The Orient Express. No, I didn't that, know that. That, that famous, it that famous train. No, it's a famous train. I thought it was like a book and a movie no, or something. No, no, no. So it's an actual thing. Because I've always loved the idea of maybe taking like a super long train trip somewhere. Yeah. Like, you know, when you see the movies, like you get that whole cabin and oh, it's yeah. to yourself and, and it's, you can it's, sleep in it's it. it's all just and, scenery, beautiful mountainscapes yeah, like and stuff. Like who would want to do that, right? Uh, I took the train once to, to Ottawa and it was too long. To auto, yeah, but you just sat in a seat, though. This isn't the Orient Express, Maury. That's via rail. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm looking at the prices for the Orient Express. Most of the Orient Express trips are one night. They're one night trips. That's Florence it? to Paris, this kind of thing. Okay. Uh, for one night, and I don't even think this is a cabin. I think this is just a seat uh, on the Orient Express. It's $2,300 U.S., what? Okay. What do you get with that? Uh, I guess you get like a dinner and a seat and the scenery. Uh, so the Orient Express has 11 sleeping cars, three restaurants, one bar car, and then two full cars for staff. So these 17 carriages in each of them were actually part of the original Orient Express that ran between Paris and Istanbul, Turkey in 1883. Hmm. So this might explain some of the costs because of the upkeep on these things. If you want a suite for a night, a suite for a night, it's $7,200 for a no. short journey. For a short journey. No, if thanks. you want their longest trip on the Orient Express, which is the Paris to Istanbul, like the classic yeah. uh, run that the Orient Express did, 
um, a regular sort of bunker will cost you for five days. It's a five-day journey, $47,000. If you want one of the grand suites, which is a separate bedroom, a little living room, and a table that just looks out the window where they bring you in your food. Yeah. So for that five-day trip, it's hundred and fifty grand. No, thanks. Wow. Sorry. I had no idea. No. That it would be that much. No. Like, no, for a train ride. And then if a murder happens on there, then you you might get murdered. Right? Either you might get murdered, or then you have to, like, team up with everyone else and try to solve a murder. It becomes the whole thing. I know. You might pay $150,000, and they make you solve the murder. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, It's looking like class clowns. The attention seekers, the ones who are always cracking jokes in class. According to a new study, Mm -hmm. they suggest that a strong sense of humor in adolescence may be a sign of higher intelligence. Researchers report children with a higher than average level of general knowledge and verbal reasoning tend to excel at humor. So class class clown? I was a class clown. Yeah. Yeah. Maureen? Yes. What about now? No. He's a clown. Uh, They say, however, the same is not true for adults. Researchers didn't find any any, a similarly strong connection between humor in uh, grown-up adults and intelligence. So these studies uh, authors found that children with both higher general knowledge and higher verbal reasoning tend to be funnier around their peers. So the class clown, not, clowns, as, an not as an adult, you're just a douche. No, yes. What's that, Maureen? Is Roxy a class clown? Uh, no, I would. I don't think so. I think she has a great sense of humor, but I don't think she's. A, I don't think she's a class clown. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, City of Toronto is rolling out several mobile COVID nineteen vaccine clinics in an effort to boost uh, immunization rates over the Thanksgiving weekend. This is a Vaxgiving is what they're calling it. Have you seen the bus? No. No, yeah, they took like a big bus and wrapped it and and everything else. Is it shaped like a turkey? (laughs) It should have been. It should be with two two needles in its arms, right? (laughs) On the wings. (laughs) On the wings. You remember the? Uh, there should be. Oh the, my god! Do you remember they, the, the 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 dog van from Dumb and Dumber? Yes. They should have outfitted like a giant right. mobile bus. You're those right. mobile clinics right. to look like a massive turkey. You're right. You're absolutely. Come you're, on. You're what are my? Where are my tax dollars dropped, going? Who dropped the ball on that? My tax dollars would happily pay for that. <laughs> At least eighteen Vax giving clinics uh, will be running at malls, transit stations, oh, schools, and churches. It's not too libraries. late. It's not too late, guys. <laughs> And, every, and everybody comes out of it dressed like pilgrims, right? Like all the nurses are all, they come out of the back of the giant turkey. And they're all dressed like, 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 pil- the like pilgrims. <laughs> <laughs> they're the stuffing, right? Like That would look yeah. so lit like, on TikTok. <laughs> Thanksgiving. No, you're right. It should have been a giant. It should have been a giant yeah. turkey. Here's and- what happened when I showed up to get my vaccine. <laughs> giant turkey. <laughs> Getting your vaccine on Thanksgiving weekend be like <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. A reporter for uh, KSLA in Shreveport, Louisiana, was out on the street doing interviews, as they reporters do, uh, talking to people about what they would do if they won the $685 million Powerball jackpot. Hold on, what? $685 million Powerball jackpot. And, uh, of course... I wish we could get jackpots like that over here. I know. Of course, there's always one of these guys in every crowd. Oh, he's going to leave his family, I bet, he says. No. What are you going to do with that money if you win? Well, I'm definitely going to get a, a new supercharged Mustang with dual exhaust and about five kilos of cocaine, and I'll be good to go. Okay, so you like cars. You like yeah. cars. <laughs> <laughs> so cars then. Cars, right? What, you, what you're not going to ask me about the cocaine? 
What are you going to do with that money if you win? Well, I'm definitely going to get a, a new supercharged Mustang yeah. with dual exhaust and about five kilos of cocaine, and I'll be good to go. Okay, so you like cars. You like yeah. cars. <laughs> Poor man. Some trolling people like that. I also like cocaine. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Lots of questions to get through. Let's go to the phones first. Hello, Kate. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, what's your question for the room? Um, so last week, I went to a uh, fast food restaurant, uh-huh. and I ordered a burger. I asked them to remove the onions mm-hmm. and the ketchup, because ketchup is garbage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, just like Ross agrees. Oh, and um, and uh, I asked them to add tomato and lettuce instead. Uh-huh. And they're like, sure, but that's going to be 50 cents each. What? And I was like, for tomato oh, and lettuce? For tomato and lettuce. And I was like, but I already removed two toppings. I'm not using these two. I want to use these two. And they're like, yeah, it's going to be 50 cents each. So I ended up paying a dollar more for the same burger with the toppings I didn't want. And I was like, what, what, what is, what is that? So fair? is this, <laughs> is this the kind of fast food place where they bring your burger and then you just point at things and say, I want this, this, and this, or it's one that comes with things already, but it's a pretty standard fast food chain. So it's not like, it's not like one of those fancier ones that are maybe like yeah. independently owned. So I, would, say, you know, I, I want to mess with their recipes. See, I, guess I don't that, know because I only with burgers, I only ever have the same thing on a burger, right? Which is um, like if I order it from anywhere with like maybe I will do lettuce, tomato and mayo, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's really all on cheese. All I'll do on a burger. So I don't get into stuff like Jack, the... Jack Astor's charges anything outside of what they normally would put on their cheese. Which is what, Which is what, Like though? it comes with the, your basic, the cheese, the yeah. lettuce, and pickles on the side. Yeah. But then there's on Uber, like there's a list of stuff if you want extras, and there's like a, a dollar figure next to if you want to add other things to it. Like, like add what, though? Spicy mayo or... You know, uh, bacon bits, or like if you want to add. Stuff I understand. No, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah. Bacon is more on a burger, right? right? But if you don't, but if you don't want ketchup, but you want tomato, to me, you you don't charge for the tomato. And I always thought, it's especially still the same ingredient. Yeah, yeah, I always thought, especially right. when it comes to burgers, lettuce and tomatoes are always standard anyway. Yeah, and this one didn't come with it, and so, then they charged me extra for it. I so don't, I don't I agree with that. So, I don't, so I don't okay, like so that. what <laughs> what came standard on the burger then? It was mayo, mustard. Uh, onions and uh, ketchup. So hold on here, mayo, mustard, onions, and ketchup. That's a lot of. That's a lot of sauce. Mm. Yeah, that's why I tried to change it. And <laughs> I don't. For me, I don't think you should be charged to add. No, lettuce and tomato those no, are like no, standard no, burger no, toppings no. yeah that's very standard like i understand maybe you wanted god i'm trying to even think of what like what a premium topping would be that like you guacamole everywhere charges yeah. extra for guac sure. like right and bacon like you guys said earlier i get i understand that cheese but, and bacon but like not a head of lettuce is two dollars i don't $2. think that, <laughs> yeah no no i'm telling you okay so i i will say this um i i will say that uh lettuce you should not be charged for tomato you should not be charged mm-hmm. for onions you should not be charged no. for and, and you get charged if you want to switch your bun to gluten-free you get charged yes extra. because sure, they're, they're more expensive mm-hmm. um okay so so no charge on tomatoes no charge on lettuce no charge on onions i would say no charge on pickles mm-hmm. um unless, you, unless you want an excessive amount of pickles which i never would um and then no charge on what's another sort of like vegetable thing that you can standard like you can put on a burger i think you really just named all of them that's yeah, really burgers, it, right? like the, the basic really tomato right, right? Yeah, yeah 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 you should not be charged for any of any no. of those things bacon yeah Yes. Uh, cheese, if it's not already on the burger, sure, you can charge for that. Um, Any extra sauces oh, like, or stuff? I don't. 
Yo, did you just flush the toilet? Oh, no, I'm washing my hands. Oh, oh okay. okay. All right. Like blue cheese <laughs> is always dumb. <laughs> blue cheese? Yeah. Yeah, I don't see. I don't know. I think that if, I think that if, I, I don't know. Like if you go to a burger place and they say, do you want, uh, you know, their burger comes with cheddar. And I say, I don't want cheddar. I want the blue cheese. I don't think I should be paying more for the blue cheese. But blue right? cheese is more expensive than cheddar. I know, but still, still, man, like at some point. Yeah. I'm, at some point. I don't know, Kate. I, I think that uh, maybe you need to change your fast food restaurant options. If that's oh, gonna yeah, like going to be like a typical regular order for you guys, like find somewhere else. Oh, yeah. Like Sriracha's extra. Sriracha's <laughs> extra. Really? Yeah. Oh, damn. Interesting. Anyway, thanks, Kate. Thanks. Have a good one. You, you too. Keep them hands clean today, girl. You know, you know what this is like? <laughs> you know what this is like? This is like when you go to a hot dog vendor, right? Uh-huh. You buy the hot dog. The guy puts the hot dog in a bun. And then out in front of everything, you have relish and oh. mustard and All ketchup. The f- yes. And they have onions and they have hot peppers and yes. they have mayo and they have sriracha oh, and they yeah. have Just they have everything. And up. then it becomes you pay for the wiener, right? Whatever you put on the wiener <laughs> is free, right? Right? Yeah. You don't pay. It's not like you pay three fifty for the wiener, and then if you want any toppings, you got to kick in an extra buck, right? When was the last time you had one of those? Uh, like a street, a street, a street hot dog? dog? Yeah. Oh, I don't they're out now, like right down by the, where the Blue Jays play. There's, oh, they're all there. More than ten years ago. Yeah, I can't yeah, remember the last yeah. time, but I do remember that they were yeah so delicious. See, I don't like I don't like big wiener though, right? <laughs> like, shut up. <laughs> Um, I like my, I like small, small, uh-huh. I, sentence, sir. Okay. I like, I like small standard size wieners. I don't like a big wiener, right? <laughs> Cause I prefer, I'm going to need this audio No, because shut up for a second, because I prefer to have multiple at once, <laughs> right? See, this is why I love you. Okay. I prefer, like, I prefer multiple. So instead of having one big one, uh-huh. I will always make myself three, right? Like sure. if that's the way, if that's the way I'm doing it, I'll just always make myself three as opposed to one big one. And I don't like the big buns. I don't, because they always had like, <laughs> they always had like black stuff. What's the, like poppy seeds. Shut up. Well, I'm talking about poppy seeds. Okay. Right, don't make man. poppy seeds about racism. Okay. Cause they all, cause I don't like that. I don't like all those, like the sesame seeds and the poppy I know, seeds. It gets in, and your, the, teeth. It gets in your teeth sure. and it's just not, it's just not. Uh, What's it's, the most leaners you've had at once? Th- four. Mm. Four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, Maury? Same. What, what are you talking about? Liar. Same. Zero. Liar. <laughs> please. Zero. Please. Please. I'm not even gay, Maury, and I know that I've had a better shot at having sex with four guys than you have. <laughs> and I'm not, at, you know what I mean? And I don't even run in that world. And I've Facts. had a better, yeah. <laughs> All right, Dallas says Hold on, here. I was going to say one more what? thing that you pay what? extra for, sauerkraut. Mm, yeah, sure. Like on a burger? Yeah. Put sauerkraut on a burger? Yeah, it's one of the options, and you have to pay like a buck yeah, twenty-five. People put that stuff that. on wieners too. Sauerkraut. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Uh, Dallas says here we all know Roz has said uh, to cook a ton of things on high heat. Yes, sir. And he says uh, like using a, a blazing hot pan. Yes. But what does he cook on low heat? Great question, Dallas. What do I cook on low heat? Uh, sauces, because there's nothing worse than. Oh yeah, because um, you don't want to burn it. You don't, you don't want to break it, right? I, if I if I break a sauce, I am like you will never see me as pissed off as I am when I if I break a sauce because I've just neglected it or haven't been there and and I'm not paying attention to it because there's no fixing it, right? There's yeah, start no from the beginning. there's no fixing a broken sauce and it is so like it's so heartbreaking. Um, so I'll cook sauces on low if I'm doing anything. 
like if I'm simmering something, like if I'm doing a sauce, mm-hmm. everything goes on super high heat to begin with, and then I'll turn everything down and just like reduce and whatever else. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that I cook on low, but most things I cook on a white hot pan. I learned yeah. that if you microwave hollandaise sauce, it disappears. Yeah, it was. We put what? our we put hollandaise sauce on our eggs Benny yeah. yesterday, and it came cold. And for some reason, yeah, and we nuked it up in the microwave, and the ho- and the sauce just disappeared. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> that's gross. That's gross. <laughs> Microwaved eggs. Yeah, with sauce that disappeared. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't sound appealing at all, man. That's nasty. <laughs> all right. Um. Let's see here. Oh, sticking with the uh with the food topic here. Caitlin says, "Have Roz or Mocha tried meal kit services like Damn It Maury does?" And has Maury remade any of the recipe cards without the pre-portioned ingredients? Oh, it's a good question. Um, so Maury, mm. with the amount of those uh, those meal kits that you get and the mm. amount of recipes that you've now collected, have you gone back to make any of I those I put them things? all in a binder now. Yeah. Like yeah, with a whole punch and all. Yeah, yeah you I should. I put them all in a binder. No, but the question is, have you gone back to make? No, and, and, and to be honest, I'm too scared to. Why? Like, I, I'm just too afraid because I'm, I'm following the recipe so well. Yeah. And I don't want to be discouraged by trying to make it on my own and failing. But you, you have I mean? the ingredient, like you have I, the, the yeah. The, but they send them the pre-portioned and everything, and it turns out so well. And and I'm trying to get better at the presentation failing, of photos but fa- and everything. But failing is like part, being afraid to fail. Sucks, man. Like you should be, you should be willing to fail, especially when it comes to cooking. That's yeah. the only way to get good at something. Is that like if I put too much spice because I didn't portion it out the way they do, right? Like that kind of thing. Trust me, nobody who has ever made ribs. Right? Yeah. Made perfect ribs from day one. Mm-hmm. Every single person who's a rib lover that decided to make ribs at home has had one batch of ribs that tasted like a boot or that felt like a belt. Yeah. Like you just, you will screw up. You will fail. But that's part of it. The The, the meal kit service that, that we were using for a little while, because we would order three meals a week. It was the same one I was uh, using. It was the same one Maury was using. The one thing that I did like about them is I liked all their spices. So I just went online and just bought all their spices, right? Mm-hmm. So I have all their spices because the spice blends were really, really good mm-hmm. right really really good um but that we stopped getting it one because the summer happened and we were just barbecuing a lot and doing everything else uh but the problem that i had was that it's an automatic okay and so you have to go on once a week and sort of select what you want otherwise they just send you you could do random, a month in advance random i i know but the pro but the problem is that we were doing we were doing it every week because they change their recipes every week, right? They change what's available. And so I didn't want to have to go through and say a month's worth of food. And then what would happen is there was a couple of times where we got busy and we forgot. And then three things just showed up the next day that they choose. Oh, and they always right? choose the ones that I would never want. Yeah, yeah. I would never. Like, I like, don't, I don't want, want trout. I don't want a portobello-based sort of dinner, right? Sure. Like, it's just, it's just not me. Uh, and so that was my problem with it is that it wasn't really user like you really have to go in and communicate with them that you don't want it. Like it, it, it should just be, if I don't fill this out this week, you don't send anything, mm-hmm. right? But they do, they package it all up and they send it to you. So we had a couple of weeks in there in the summer where we just didn't even know what day it was because we were all on vacation. And then we just had a box show up and we were like, ugh, what's in this? Yeah. And the two of them were great. And then one was just like, you throw the whole thing away because you're never going to eat it. Yeah, I mean, we one tried. that was my favorite one of all time, like my favorite meal that I can't wait to recreate was the whiskey rub chicken there you with, go um mashed sweet potatoes it was so good yeah yeah we tried the the same like food delivery and i mean 
similar where you have to remember to, to fill out that form yeah, so yeah. you can get exactly what you want. But I found the portions because we're a family of three. Well, I guess two and a half because Cruz is only four. He doesn't eat like, you know, full size meal. Yeah. But even still, like the portion wasn't enough for us. And the portion was only for one meal as opposed to the way we cook right now. And Jenna loves cooking. That's part of the other reason why uh, we don't do the meal service because yeah. she just like has all these other recipes that she wants to follow. Right. Um, we, when we, when we make food or when she makes food for dinner, she always makes enough to last for us to have lunch the next day. Yeah. And a lot of these meal kits it's for that one meal that you're making in the moment. Yeah, for three right? for three people, you need to order enough for four people yeah. when you're doing the meal kit service. I find because I order for two, and yeah. I find that there's extra. You do, huh? Absolutely, really. Yeah, I find that. Like I made the risotto last night, yeah. so good, and uh, I didn't know you could put mascarpone in <laughs> risotto. Oh, boy, I didn't know you could put the mascarpone in the risotto. <laughs> Did you say mouse carpone? <laughs> <laughs> so, see, like, I don't know these things, and you learn from the cards, but there was so much of this risotto that I have right. some for lunch today. Right, so. right, 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 yeah. right. I got you. This next question comes from Rini. Is there a TV show that you guys are obsessed with that you've binge-watched multiple times? I'm talking about fully watched and paid attention, almost like you're studying it. And Mocha, please do not say The Office. Mm. I haven't binge watched a show twice. However, um, my kid has. And because I'm just spent so much time in the same room with her, I have also binged the same show twice. We are on, we're on almost done round two of Modern Family, all episodes. All episodes. When it changed, though, is it like from start to finish or whenever it's on, like you watch it every day? No, no, when it's on, on Netflix. Yeah, because all the seasons are there. Yeah, she'll um, just she'll just go on and watch like five episodes in a row. Wait, when did she binge the first time? When COVID started. Oh, man, so that's like really close. We've gone through Modern Family twice during In a year COVID. and a half. Is it still as funny? The yeah, it's great. Around? I oh my love God. it. Okay? Modern Family and, is such a good show. And and we've done um, Gilmore Girls twice. I've never oh, seen that show. Real? Start to finish and then start to finish. Gilmore Girls twice and then Modern Family. Almost done. Almost done. We were at the uh, we were at the, uh, the the Paris trip the other day, mm-hmm. which is in the late seasons. It's, no, we were at the When Cam and Mitch Get the Boy. They got a boy. I got to tell you. Yeah. Big fan of Modern Family. Yeah. I stopped watching, spoiler alert, after I think Haley found out she's pregnant. Oh, really? Because you know what? Yeah. It's actually. Because the show kind of like, there was a little bit of a lull in some yeah. of the storylines. And then I just like, it totally fell off. But then I was meaning to get back into it. Right. So did you see the episodes where Joe gets a little bit older and then um, falls in love with Claire? And did you see that episode, the, no. the, the Valentine's Day episode, uh-uh. where where Joe tries to seduce Claire oh my and God. he locks Phil out of the L- house? Little Joe. Yeah, little Joe. Jay and Gloria's kid. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. So he's, uh, he's, he's obsessed with Claire, right? And then, but like Claire's his sister. Completely. Right? Like biological. <laughs> biological. Yeah. Biological. Biological. Uh, biological sister. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Dan yeah. Mori, any shows? I, I, I mean, I set the PVR because my old favorite show, Get Smart, from like the 50s is on now every day. Who runs that? CHCH. Oh, jeez. Or well, Yes TV, whatever the hell they're called now. Yeah. And so I have third, like all the episodes are on my PVR. Right. So like I'll sit there and watch. There's, but do you watch every single day? Like you make every it day a habit watch like two every or three. day. Oh, every day okay, I watch okay. two or three in the afternoon. See, I don't have shows like that. Like when no. I watch a show that I'm obsessed with, I will do like the first run of it. 
and then I won't go back to the way I watch it the first time. Like if it's ever right. on TV, maybe I'll see an episode yeah. or if I see it on Netflix, maybe I'll, I'll turn on one of my favorite episodes yeah. as opposed to going back to, to episode one. Uh -huh. The only time that I remember where I binged because I was like really, really obsessed was um, Sopranos. I binged that right before the very last season of the show because mm. I kind of started it when it first came out and then... I just stopped completely. Yeah, I so get that. So right before the very last season, yeah, I, get I went that. through and watched the entire Some thing just to get caught up. Some shows you can't watch a second time around. Some of them are amazing the first time, and then the second time you're like, I already saw it. Like, I guess it, it just depends on the sense. show, right? I find the comedies are easy to do that with. I find, easier, I find Modern yeah. Family yeah. and, uh, like, there are shows that I'm looking forward to binging again because of, because of Rocks. Like, I had this conversation with Catherine the other day because she really, like, she loves Modern Family. Um, she's just getting into the office. Um, thinks Michael oh, nice. Scott is hilarious. Yes. Even, even though I'm like, God, we, rocks. We, we don't talk like. She's like, I know we don't talk like that anymore, but it's hilarious. And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> oh, um, the episode. Um, Roz texted me the other night because you guys finally <laughs> got to one of my favorite episodes, the Prison Mike episode, yeah. right? The convict. Yes. But what and are you gonna so, do when it's all like racy? What's that? Like, what are you gonna do when it's all racist? When it's all racist, it's dude. It, starts, like episode it only gets less racist as the <laughs> show goes on. <laughs> Season one, episode two. Yeah. Like, you don't want Roxy to go to school like going. So I heard this no, great she joke. Knows. No, no, they know. But, wait, wait, I, but, but what does she think of the the convict episode with Prison Mike? Oh, she gruel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you mean in there? Gruel. Uh, yeah, no, she thinks he's hysterical. But I can't wait. And I was talking to Catherine about this the other night. I'm like, man, you know what? What Rox is like? Because I don't want to do it too early. I want to wait until she is old enough to just like really 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 appreciate it but i'm like i cannot wait to sit down and start kirby enthusiasm yes. with her from oh. the very beginning but then right? she'll have to watch she'll seinfeld first um i don't think she will no only before we get to that one that one season otherwise you don't really i, I wanted to watch season. seinfeld like binge it again on netflix they haven't fixed the problem yet yeah. the aspect ratio see problem. i just don't think she'd like seinfeld mm -hmm. because she she does not like laugh track shows Okay. Oh yeah. At all, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. does not like laugh track shows. There were there was a there was a couple shows where she saw the previews for them and stuff like that, and she was really looking forward to watching them. And then mm. she turned it on. It was like that classic format with the laugh track, and she stopped it immediately. Mm. It's a generational thing. Like, if yeah. you grew up with it, then it doesn't bother you. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other show that I remember, I binge. I had only seen episodes whenever they were on. Yeah. Um. But then I was kind of curious as to, like, the timeline of things. So I ended up getting the entire DVD box set. Yeah. And watched from beginning to end. Golden Girls. No. The Trailer Park Boys. You did, huh? Yeah. You know, I've never seen an episode of that show? No, I had seen just, like, bits and pieces whenever yeah. it was on TV. I think Showcase ran it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but then I was, like, curious about some of the characters. And I went back to season one, episode really? one, and oh, I started geez. and I watched the entire thing huh. in like two months or something and? like that. Oh man, it was hilarious. Yeah, you really? Because I've been out there. Like, I, I went out to the set a couple of times. No, and, you didn't. Did you yeah, really? Yeah, on I the East Coast. To, yeah, <gasps> I went, yeah. I interviewed them on the on the set, and it was crazy because the creator of the show is this wild dude, man. And um, they had like one of the old cars, like one of the old convertibles that they just use like on, on set. And he was like, here, get in. And he started driving me around, but he started smashing into things, right? Because this, like, so much of the set is just junk, yeah. right? So it, it doesn't matter from episode to episode if that garbage can is crushed or not, right? Oh. 
So he's just driving around like sma- like smashing into things, right? And I was just like, this is the most incredible set I've ever been on. What, was it an actual set or was it an actual trailer park? No, it's a set. They built is it. it. Really? Yeah, yeah. And then so you have all the trailers down one sort of row, and then yeah. in the back there's a parking lot, and in the parking lot is where they built the. It's where the jail is. Yeah. Right. And then everything is in this one huge sort of field kind of oh, thing. Oh right? wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know they that's built crazy. it all, and it's all it's all, like everything that's there is put there deliberately, right? Like nothing existed there before. Did they leave and it there? You think they left it there? No, I don't no, know. I doubt that very no, much. no, no. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they like did. Even but, corner gas, they tore everything down. Yeah, but uh, but I've never seen an episode episode of that show. I oh love that God, show a so lot. Funny. I love everybody on that show. Jonathan Torrens was on that. show, Yeah, right? J Rock. Yeah, J Rock. <laughs> and Jonathan Torrens is such a nice dude, man. I is love he? that guy. Yeah, he's what, so nice. I have season one autographed by everybody on DVD. So do I. I have. Oh, I was going to sell it <laughs> to you. I met all of them, and I had them sign, like, the box collection. I think it was the same day. I was yeah. going to sell you mine. I think you guys were in line together. Like, I was going to sell him my DVD. Uh, we'll end on this one. Sharia asks, are zebras black with white stripes or white with black stripes? Oh, it's obviously Sharia. white with black stripes. Because... I have a theory. Okay. Oh. Because, like, the, the face is all white and stuff. Wait, what right? did you say? You said they're white with black stripes. Oh, sorry. Yes, that's what I agree with. Hold on here. Is there, a, a, like, a, an official definitive answer? No. I, think I don't think so. Okay, hold on here. Let I me... think that they're white with black stripes. Um, what do you think, Ross? You don't care. No, I do care. Oh. Uh, so me, the same could be asked about Dalmatians, then. Are they here. white with black dots? Yeah, they are. Um, zebras. Let me just see here. No, I 100% think that zebras are black with white stripes. What? Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah. There actually is a definitive answer. Okay, hold on. If, don't read that yet. If we trust Britannica.com. Don't, don't, don't. Okay. Let's okay. do it. Are we going to place a bet? You want to bet? What do you want to bet? $5. <laughs> no. Five, no. $5 is way too low. I can go as high as twenty. You can't come, no, man. No, you can't even go. You as can't. High first of all, I don't. Yeah, I don't think you can go as high as five. I will. I will bet you. I will bet you. I. I. I do hundred dollars or more. Yeah. That's That's my. That's my bet. When you come to the table that's to play, you got to play. Yeah. Wait. So if I lose, I have to give you a hundred dollars. That's how. That's betting how betting works. works. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Fine. 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 fine okay. Fine. Witness. Yes. Okay. Shem's in here as well. Witness. Witness. Testify. Oh, sorry, I wasn't listening. Oh. <laughs> Wait, Forget it. Go back. Go back. Okay. Hold on here. No, we're just placing bets. Hold on here. Uh, It says uh, zebras are black with white stripes. No, they're not. No, they're not. Are you serious? Yeah. They said, 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 since white stripes only exist because pigment is denied, black is understood to be the default color of a zebra. (gasps) Beneath all that fur, zebras have black skin too. You damn right. If you shaved them off. Listen now. That's right. If you shaved a zebra down, the skin is black. We all black, baby. Oh, my God. Don't look disappointed, boys. Yo. I oh, no. 100% thought oh, that, no. that they wait. were... Wait, what did I say? No, I thought that they were white with black stripes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Just looking at all these pictures that I found. Um, so, so what does that mean? That music, means you music owe me 100, Ross, oh, you 100 bucks. Sh- yeah, and we all black I should have bet both of you. Oh, my God, you just ruined Christmas. Yeah, always bet on black, right? Oh, <laughs> always Christmas. <laughs> always, no, <I> no money. <laughs> always bet on black. So no. um, how do you want to do this? Cash app, Venmo, you just straight yeah, up go, go to the go, bank machine? I need uh, I need Ca- that. No, this coming Friday. No, I need an email to me by the end of the day. No, but Friday. Why? Friday. Payday. Oh, my God. <laughs>
Maury, you like have a fantastic job and make great, but you shouldn't have to wait for payday to I give somebody a I had to just $100. buy a license plate sticker. <laughs> ah, that was a great uh, Ask Razamoka section. I won a little bit of cash. I came out on top. <laughs> found out zebras were black. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.